0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of myself and my guests and do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or anyone else's employers.
1: Are you hungry for something good? Something juicy? How are you doing? What? Something beefy?
2: Hot burgers, sexy burgers! Lynn. What? It's summer, and sex sells, baby!
3: Big things are coming for summer, Tina. Mm-hmm.
2: Take out those bulky jeans to be more aerodynamic. Oh, you're doing it already? Great! Big things like that heat rash you get sometimes? Bigger.
1: Stay low, follow my lead.
2: Come! Come see!
1: Just the gasp. It's great. Thank you.
3: Like
2: this? <gasps> I think we got it. That last one was good. Stop.
3: Okay. Not what I was expecting.
2: I'm the marketing department. I took jeans burger suit, let out the crotch a little bit, and bam.
3: The burger with a bikini on it? Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. No questions from this guy. <laughs>
0: of the podcast without a cool acronym the podcast where we usually review disney television animation shows but sometimes we review movies based on shows that are owned by disney it all still counts i'm your host Chandler and joining me on the podcast today via zoom once again we have scott sandler
1: it's his first movie episode
0: yay and joining me for the very first time You know him from his YouTube channel, Parallel Disney. He's also in the Navy, ladies and gentlemen, Kenny. Hey,
3: how's it going? Happy to be here. You know
0: him as the host of the Crossover Nexus podcast. He's made a video on the PlayStation 5 with several cameos, including Jim Caddick. And he wrote, directed, and produced an anime short, Zach Stewart, a.k.a. Iron Ninja.
2: Hello. Who is is Burgers and what are Bob's?
3: Balls <laughs> are things that
1: float in the water.
2: Yeah, and who is Burger? That that that's my biggest
1: question. Um, I, I think some people call them patty. Yeah, some <laughs> people call them patty.
3: There's a European them. country that's close. <laughs>
1: Although sometimes I've seen them called melt.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes they're a melt. If it's usually if it's yeah. not on a bun and it's on toast, it's a melt. So as our intro, um. Alluded to today, we are reviewing. Technically, we reviewed a, a Simpson short on Disney Plus, but that was a Disney Plus exclusive. Today, we're really stretching the definition of what qualifies for this podcast, and are reviewing a movie that was released in theaters, but it is based on a Fox television animation show that predates the Disney Fox deal,
1: and whose animation studio is owned by F- still by the current fox oh really yes bento box is owned by fox oh okay really
0: wouldn't that make them owned by disney
1: no i mean fox like the current fox formation
0: oh they're owned by the other fox okay
1: that's interesting Um, i didn't
0: i didn't know about that that's weird i don't know why that
1: they were bought after the um after disney bought 21st century fox Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That is that is incredibly interesting.
2: Uh, why?
1: <laughs>
2: so Fox bought an animation studio after they just sold off all of their other studios, including their other animation studio that they bought. Oh because yeah. They Fox sold off they basically sold off Blue Sky.
1: That is so interesting. Yeah, Fox so they... Corp bought Bento Box in August 2019.
2: Why? <laughs> That is so
0: interesting. I wonder if that's why Glove and Boots hasn't done anything recently because they were being produced by Bento Box and they disappeared after I think 2019 was the last time they made a video. Or no, that is... no, no. They they came back, but um, they came back, but Bento Box wasn't producing them anymore. And they tried to shift it much toward, much more towards YouTube Kids, and I'm guessing it didn't work. And they haven't made a video since like. God, when was the yeah, last video? I think it while. was like 2019. It's been a while.
2: Um, which is that a shame,
0: because is... I really like those guys.
2: Yeah, that's that's interesting. I'm surprised that... It's funny how Fox just sold off every single bit of their film and television thing, and then they just bought another animation studio after that.
0: Well, and I know at the very least, I didn't look too hard at the credits for the movie, but I know at the very least the, the, um, the short that was supposed to be like a theatrical short... Um, that the YouTube version was pulled from uh, YouTube by Disney but via copyright claim. Um, the, the Butt Has a Fever music video short that they did for Bob's Burgers. That mm-hmm. was not animated by Bento Box. That was animated by Mercury Filmworks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to get more animation or if they or how much they... If they did animation for this movie and how much they did, I think it was still Bento Box, but I could go look at that.
3: You lost me at business, business, business 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 business, 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 is business
0: numbers is this working yes <laughs> yay yay yeah so produced by bento box so uh, Lego
3: movie reference yes yeah
0: and they had their premiere at the el capitan uh which is not surprising because that is the big Disney theater in LA, which I would love to visit next time in California. So anyways, um, um, so this is an episode about the Bob's Burgers movie that was just in theaters. But first, what is everyone's connection to Bob's Burgers as a series?
3: Well, for me personally, when it first started, I thought the animation style was really weird and never got super into it. But uh, when... I got Hulu, I started watching it more and more often, and I ended up getting addicted and uh, throughout the span of probably a couple months I've ended up seeing the entire thing also got my sister hooked on on it, Uh, she thought more or less the same thing it's, it just looks so weird but once you get around and get used to it it's a very charming and fun show.
0: This is sort of a tangent, but it always kind of bugs me when people write off an animated show cuz they're like, "Oh, well, I don't like the art style." I'm like, "Give it a chance, and you'll get used to the art style. You know, give the give the writing and the and, and you know, the 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 storyboarding and the animation a chance to shine before you just judge it based on like, "Oh, well the character designs are a little weird." They have some. Yeah. They have some shows that are on Disney Plus and on
2: Hulu. There's no reason why they're, Bob's they're Burgers. In that yeah, I think Gravity
0: Falls is still on
2: Disney yeah, Plus it is. and on Hulu. So I made a tweet about that because they were because they were mentioning adding ads to Disney Plus. I'm like, this is just gonna be. I'm just gonna start calling it Hulu Two.
1: Hulu Tulu. Or, tulu for sure. Hulu Tulu. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I, um, I was I I remember when it premiered, I was ready to dismiss it as another of that, uh, well, Fox animated, uh, the Fox animated shows haven't had that great, hadn't had that great a track record, especially. No,
0: really, I hadn't noticed. Around
1: Sit Down, Shut Up, Alan Gregory, at least I think that predated it, but.
0: That, that stupid one with the royal family wasn't Fox, was it? It was no, pre- but that's, <laughs> that's
1: still a decade after Bob's Burgers premiered and made itself
0: right. I, yeah, I remember when Sit Down and Shut, Sit Down and Shut Up came out, and it was like you know we were like, oh well, Kristen Shadow with is in this, and then it's just it's this absolutely awful show. So yeah, there there yeah. there's a there's a lot from mm-hmm. that era that has come and gone very unceremoniously, and I think still, uh, adult adult um cartoons for fox have been very much a gamble and i think shut up (laughs) so i think i think that um adult aimed cartoons have been sort of a a gamble where it's like you pitch one and it gets picked up for like you know a season and then it ends up getting canceled after like five episodes because the ratings are just garbage because it's it's an absolutely just I think I think a lot of the problem is that so many shows for the longest time were just trying to do what Family Guy did, where it's like, yeah, everyone's awful, and that's where all the humor comes from. And I don't think that mm. I, I don't think that works for a long running show that doesn't have good writers. And even then, if you have good yeah. writers, it's still it, hard it, to work it- with that if you hate your characters. <laughs> And, and your characters hate themselves or, or each other, you know.
2: Yeah, that I definitely agree with that. I, I actually just had to watch Family Guy the other day for the, for my podcast. We watched the Family Guy Simpsons crossover, The Simpsons Guy. And it is such it, its it's so telling to see like when you see two different eras of um, Fox adult shows. So like you see the Simpsons who have much who aren't like as hateful and spiteful and angry all the time, and then you have Family Guy. You see here Stewie say you. I don't know if you all know like the infamous line Stewie says next to Bart when he's calling Mo uh, for a prank call, and he says, uh, "Your sister's getting," and he says, uh, "A word that starts with an R." And it's very it's it's very jarring to see that next to Bart Simpson, a character who you would never even remotely hear that come from his mouth at all. So like, yeah, The Simpsons, Family Guy was just, is just such a, I guess, like very hateful show, as you kind of said, it never really works. It's never, it never has worked anywhere after like three seasons of Family Guy, honestly, in my opinion. I mean, I think I the biggest say, thing for me—I would say Family six. Guy is just—and we don't want this this whole
0: podcast to be just "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Family Guy sucks," yeah. but <laughs> I will say that just the way they treat Meg like a punching bag constantly and like it's just mm-hmm. not funny—it just is sad
2: ultimately. Mm-hmm. Also, actually, I've just one more thing for that for that crossover. Bob does appear in that crossover,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and he and. And for some reason, every time that Bob's burger ever appears in a Family Guy, like either is mentioned or Bob appears as, as in this episode, Peter Griffin just acts like he's carrying like their pop that Simpsons and Family Guy's popularity is carrying Bob's burger. Uh,
1: and it's every such a, it's such like an unnecessary kind of jabbing guy. Like it it didn't need to happen. Yeah. That they keep poking at Bob's Burgers like that.
2: Yeah, and they did it, like, even recently. It, it, they, can, they
1: Why do they gotta take shots boring.
2: at their
0: own show? That doesn't make any sense. They, 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 like, the recent one they did was
2: like, Bob's Burgers is on. This show speaks to us young people, apparently.
3: That show, and, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, but that show looks like it was animated in a moving car.
0: That doesn't even make any sense.
2: I don't even, yeah, I don't get it either. I don't. I like... don't
0: understand.
2: I don't understand. I think the writers are just pissed off that this has a movie and Family Guy doesn't.
0: Yeah, because a Family Guy movie in theaters would just be 90% cutaway gags.
2: A Family Guy movie would be a cutaway gag to an actual good movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he just wa- yeah, it, 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 The movie starts and it's all just them going to go see the Bob's Burgers movie. There we go. Remember that
2: time we went to see the Bob's Burgers movie?
1: That is so creepy.
3: And remember you had an Irish coffee the day we went to see Philadelphia?
2: Oh, they're they're, they're setting up cutaways. Oh,
3: my God. Is that what we did back then? Yeah, I mean, now we just, like, return text messages and screw around and whatnot. Lois, I'm not going back to work tomorrow. That new boss has it in for me. He's meaner than a shifty salesman.
1: You sure you got time to smoke?
3: Oh, yeah. It's an Al Harrington. It goes on
1: for a while. Well, Hector Navarro of the uh, Spongebob Binge Pants podcast and the uh, Nickelodeon Animation podcast back in the day, he had been doing Simpsons Sundays, where he watches about six episodes of The Simpsons every week sequentially. So uh, each, each month is a different season where, well, he's a little behind, but um, last night I started season 25, which is where he'd be. And in the end credits of *Homerland*, the season twenty-five premiere, there's this whole party that from the from the uh, from the couch gag that comes in, and it includes *Family Guy*, *American Dad*, um, *The Cleveland Show*, and *Bob's Burgers*. But all the white characters from this, all the white characters are *Simpsons* yellow.
2: Oh wow. Oh that's that's weird.
0: That's a choice. They don't always do that.
3: Uh I was gonna say I was like talking about the crossovers and Bob Burgers. Have you guys seen the Archer crossover kind of? Yes! Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, it was the opening of I forget which season, but it's hilarious because uh, Archer and you know Bob from Bob Burgers is this same oh, yeah, voice this actor. actor. Mm -hmm. And it's just great because, like, Archer has amnesia, and he basically is Bob. And then, of course, you know, everything goes wrong, Archer being a very bloody, violent show. I think pretty much the bulk of the family ends up getting killed. But it was was a great, uh, surreal... Kind of yeah, crossover, that, I guess technically mm-hmm. not, but it was great. Well,
2: actually, there's a second crossover for that, uh, where the actual cast of Archer just walks into Bob's Burgers. I forget. Uh, I think that
0: which... was a fan made thing, but it was done really well.
2: Really, it was. I, was I thinking... think it was, but it was honestly, if it was done, if that was a fan made thing, it fooled me. Yeah. You know. Either way, uh, either way, the Archer one is on actually on the list uh, through the through here somewhere. Uh, on, on my list of uh and my, cro- my cross and my cross and my massive 144 the, crossover, the crossover
0: conspiracy board
2: <laughs> yeah people can't see it but if you if you look it up uh on, through my through my twitter you can find my crossover conspiracy board that goes over a hundred and over 280 sitcoms and like sh- television shows i see expanding and 80 on years. There, and obviously my Murphy's mm-hmm. law uh, I got the Phineas and Ferb crossover, the Marvel crossover. For that is on, I was on the, like the master list for my uh, randomizer. It, it, it's absolutely massive. OKKO okay, is like on there. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, thousands upon thousands. <laughs> Love that, well, of course OKKO okay,
1: <laughs> is on. Well, okay, um, because it's the namesake of your podcast. The whole
2: crossover yeah. The, the very crossover, the the very namesake of the of the crossover, yeah. Of the, I mean, of the podcast, yeah.
3: So, this only on like television, movie media? Because there's that new, uh, what, uh, multiverse, multiverses, which has like, oh, know,
2: yeah, it's, uh, well, right now I'm sticking to only like stuff that affects the Tommy Westfall universe. Oh, uh, yeah, if you guys know what that is. Yeah, no, yeah, over the head. So, everything, uh, Tommy Westfall universe basically means like is, um, if you know the, uh, the, the, hospital drama, St. Elsewhere. It's basically a... Uh, it, at the very end of that show, it basically implies that the entire show took place in an autistic kid's imagination while he's staring at a snow globe. Uh, basically, the entire universe just takes place in this kid's imagination. And any show that like crosses over on, in St. Elsewhere becomes part of this massive universe. And any show that St. Elsewhere crossovers with becomes part of the universe, so on and so forth. And right. thus... If all you can see, I fake. guess all of these shows. Well, not all these shows are fake. All of these shows, every single character in, like, all their lives, exists within this kid's imagination.
1: And I think one of them was with Homicide, which then infects yeah. the entire Dick Wolf production universe. Yeah,
2: we got Law and Order in there. We got X Files. Uh, where is it? Arrested Development. Behind My Head. <laughs> a, a bunch of shows, including Bob's Burgers. So Bob's Burgers is in this imaginary somewhere. universe, somewhere <laughs> in there.
1: Somewhere. I'm trying to.
2: It's right behind, right, right. If you can see my finger, right there.
1: Right. right. Ah, there it is. Because if, if anything touched X Files, that brings the Springfield files into it, and mm-hmm. therefore, yep. whatever The Simpsons has crossed over with.
2: Exactly.
0: So you're saying there's a multiverse um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we should probably talk about the the um, show for a little bit doing. before getting into plot synopsis uh wait kenny did we get your connection to bob's burgers uh yes yes just yes. oh we did okay um so my connection to it is um i kind of like knew it existed but hadn't really gotten super into it i'd watched like a couple episodes um, but I, I really got into it, um, just recently after having actually watched the movie and I love the movie. So I went back to start, um uh, binging the show. I haven't really been going in a specific order and you don't really, with, with some exceptions, you don't really need to because... Um, it's, it's very much like Phineas and Ferb, where you could pick up a random episode and it doesn't really matter because you don't need knowledge of the existing episodes. It's not serialized, but they do world building really well in a way that's similar to Phineas and Ferb.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And I I've, I've, they... I've watched the movie three times now, and each time it's been a little better because... I know a little more about this world and um, and all of its characters. So it's very much a movie that you can go into not knowing anything about the show, but I think it gets better and better the more of the show you've seen. It's very rewarding to people who are, who are big fans of the show.
3: Yeah. And I, I know in their, uh, at least one of their marketing uh, campaigns, they actually made a, made it clear that you didn't have to be a fan of, or watch the show to be able to enjoy this movie. Yeah,
2: definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, film was really like just accessible i i took my i brought my grandpa with me to go see it. he's never watched bob's burgers he doesn't even really watch anything on streaming so he has like no idea of what the cultural zeitgeist is like nowadays so i just brought him with me to go see it and he enjoyed himself and he rarely ever enjoys himself when he's watching a movie so, <laughs> so that's
0: hard not to enjoy yourself when you're watching just a fun musical that also is like this 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 silly murder mystery yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, Psycho Bob has a bunch of like signature episodes, but you don't need that for the fish odors. Bob's, um, Bob has his, his history. Burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: How's that was not for a crossover. <laughs> oh, another crossover. I know they did a couch gag where, uh, where Homer. Gets thrown into the the Bob's Burgers universe. Specifically, he's in the restaurant during the title sequence. So it's like it's on fire, and then it's getting overrun with pests. And then like uh, the the <laughs> like the light po- the the electric pole is crashing into it.
3: There's someone in the restaurant. Oh yeah. Oh, he looks scared. Can we keep him? Can we keep him? No.
1: We'll name him Bob Number One. And Dad, you can just go by Bob number two or maybe no name at all.
3: Wait, why would I be Bob number two or no name? I am Bob.
1: Well yeah, but this is Bob. So now we're like Bob and Bob. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's, if that if if he never said that is tell me and you know, I'll put I have to put down the list, maybe. Yeah uh because i got yeah I, I even count the i i count i'll i count the count uh, the couch gags because I, I have the rick and morty one on the master list
0: yes the rick and morty one an I, my, my dog is an idiot i love him but he is an idiot
2: i feel you i feel you i got i got a i got a wonderful dog right now i can hear him kind of almost starting to wolf he, he he's morty. so
0: sweet but the lights are on and nobody's home
2: nope <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes do you hear him yep Yep. There he goes. Dude, I think you always do this. Okay. So probably the pizza's here. That's probably it.
0: Ah. Yeah. So um, so going into the actually, maybe um maybe it might help for those that are unfamiliar. I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, I recommend going to go see it. And we are going to get into spoilers. Um, but the basic rundown of the premise of the show is that um Bob, Linda and their three kids are um living in this apartment that is above the restaurant that they own and run and they are let's just say not very good at the whole running a restaurant thing because they're constantly like just barely scraping by and not able to stay afloat and it's kind
1: of all about they don't the, have much seating anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, well it's a small it's a small little restaurant um and the thing is that like bob takes great pride in um in the burgers that he makes um because they grind all their meat in house and they have all sorts of different um like they, they do um they do a different burger every day each burger has a different pun
1: themed which probably gets into the budget and the ability to keep up payment
0: well, yeah, yeah I was thinking about if they were gonna do a Bob's Burgers restaurant in real life at like Hollywood Studios or even have it be a food truck, I think the burger of the day thing is probably what's really killing them because not only are they having to come up with this and test it and everything, but also like, you know, the supply chain stuff on that, even if you're just a small little operation, it's it's not gonna be particularly sustainable.
2: But <laughs> Honestly, I think that they're gonna if they were ever to put it in the parks. I think that they would, like, basically do it pre-plan it for an entire year, test all of it within that time, and then, like, set everything up by then. Because, like, to do it ev- – uh, like, to make it, like, an actual restaurant where they're just figuring it out every day, I think yeah. they would kind of – But the, yeah, if they, well, if they well,
1: I think
0: I think instead of doing a new burger every day, if you were doing a real restaurant, it would be, like, oh, we have – these four burgers for this month or this couple of months, and then we'll swap them out.
2: Yeah, but may- but also doing it like a new burger every day would just absolutely just just completely like make the lines like so long. We all. Oh know yeah, there's
0: yeah, you're right. There's no way. But of course, yeah. um, but of course, so the, the vloggers would have a hell of
2: a time when it comes. Oh to yeah, flags.
0: yeah. But of course, in the universe of the show, they just run this little restaurant that's uh, not yeah. far from uh, the not far from the beach. Actually, there's a wharf like right down the street. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like this whole boardwalk park, and that all very much comes into play in the movie. So, getting into the plot synopsis of the movie.
1: Oh, um, and, um, th- there's a, a point where they do the. Uh, they where it looks like they're going to start like a big title sequence and no it's just it's just the uh the burger construction is basically a transition
2: yeah oh yeah that's amazing i love that actually. i love that. I, really
0: like that I I love the way they do, I, I love whenever like a tv show gets a gets a movie and there's like a big orchestral version of like a theme you recognize like they did that um, oh yeah it's
2: beautiful. they did
0: that in um, in Candace against the universe with the the heartstrings to hero um theme when Candace yeah. um when Candace um turns on the hologram for the mug that that infer made her and there's the the theme from like I want to say that was from Summer Belongs to You
1: Yeah I think it was
0: It's it's a I theme watched, that I remember watched in the wild Of course um, the
1: Simpsons pulled it off amazingly
0: Actually, I wanna I wanna bring up before the movie even starts the 20th Century Studios logo. Um, it starts with the da 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 and then it's the 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 ukulele and the and jeans um keyboard.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. I I was it took we me off guard. Of like, oh, that's great. And this is actually <laughs> I think this, for me this was the first time I've seen like a Fox movie where it didn't have the 20th century fox it just yeah. was 20th century studio this was the first time studios. i think i've seen that like I think at, my in a theater free guy oh yeah i think it actually was free guy never mind then i i just <laughs> do not remember free guy at all free Guy is like was i watched it and it just is gone it just it it like random access memory yeah, it, gone. it went in one it went in one eye and out the other
0: i vaguely uh, remember driving to the theater um eating milk duds and thinking ryan reynolds is great and that was about it
2: all i thought was like this is a i'm movie. paraphrasing a this john movie oliver Disney. bit
0: yeah i'm paraphrasing a john oliver bit but yeah so cold open um it's six years ago and the this scene is very masterfully done because it's, yeah, it's it, it sets the it sets up the mystery early on um where i was you know at the wonder wharf late at night um Two people were fighting, and one of them gets shot. And after the gunshot, it, like, because it, it shows that there's all these stuffed animals around for all the prizes, of course, at the, at the warp. Mm-hmm. But then it, like, it, it, it focuses in on the the, the stuffed animals and their, like, shocked-looking
2: faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that love that. Was... That's so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. I thought, like, I, I, in my brain, I was like, they saw it all. They
1: saw they it all. Saw
2: but
0: they they won't tell. They said nothing!
2: They
1: said said nothing!
0: Got a lot of fluffy witnesses here. And When's
2: when's Keenan and Kel's uh, version when you need it? (laughs) Um, So it cuts to the
0: present day, and um, Bob is stressing out, trying to make this perfect burger to give to the person they have a meeting with at the bank. Um, because they don't have money to be able to pay their loan, which you know is a pretty familiar tune for for Bob and and the crew. Um, because the restaurant just generally doesn't do that well, <laughs> yeah.
3: You know. And then in his obsession, he's alienating one of the guests. Uh, I believe that was there in the one of the booths. Oh,
2: um, uh, well, that was more. Oh, yeah, that was a little all right. Later. I was just like, can you can you just remember? Yeah, well, yeah, oh, it was, was a little later. later, but it was like he's like, "Can I just can you have my can you eat my burger?" Yeah, I ordered a burger. <laughs> I'm
0: af- I'm afraid to ask about my order.
2: <laughs> um, and um, he's making his. And what what we're talking about is when he was making his practice burger though earlier.
3: And, oh, and he's oh, that's right, and he he it, he's uh worried about offending the practice the burger. burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, worried yeah. about offending, offending
2: the practice burger and when she just then starts giving it a voice he's like i'm a what oh no you're nothing." so so that's
0: one thing that i've noticed is that um that's one similarity that bob has with um with louise i think that's very much something that louise got from him is that louise talks to her toys just like bob talks to the the food
3: yeah i've never really uh thought of that because a lot of times when louise is talking to her toys or like talking back in her imagination yes with bob it's just but, him like throwing his voice
0: yes but that but is a good still, connection i, I just think never very like much feels like that. um that, that very much feels like you know something that's like the, t- the two of them are are more more similar than it first appears and especially if you watch the show it's very clear that um louise has a very um has a very close bond with her dad Tina's talking about how um, her plan for the summer is um, that she wants to ask uh, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Jr. Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be her summer boyfriend. Even though in the show, I feel like they're kind of already an established thing.
2: Well, I mean, like, it's, uh, it, is, isn't it like a summer boyfriend different than an actual boyfriend? Because it's like, because like summer boyfriend is like the... Um...
1: It's a summer fling. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a
2: summer fling. The summer, but, then but then
1: like, like, they're going to see each other
0: afterwards,
2: right? Yeah, I yeah.
0: think, but, but I think Especially also, like... if she's... Especially if she's leaving 8th grade. That's actually another question that I have about this. Uh, I mean, it seems pretty apparent. since They've done, like, three three Christmas episodes and, like, three Thanksgiving episodes, but all the characters are the same age. But I still it's have to Simpsons ask, logic. is this show on... It's a floating yeah. timeline? So, like, it's, this it's is... Simps-
2: it's floating timeline. It's Simpsons logic. Yeah, it, because, after... like... Mm-hmm. Once you make a once you make a second Christmas special, you start to question, shouldn't shouldn't these kids be a little older at least? Like shouldn't their voices be dropping just a little bit? I uh, I will say I don't have a problem when shows don't have their
0: characters age, but it is always kind of cool when they actually do mm-hmm. have that happen. Uh,
2: it, one, it, one, example, nice it. one
0: example that comes to mind is with uh, with Hilda. Um uh, like they actually had her um, be a little
2: bit older by the end of the movie. I mean, like, mo- most of these shows, like, most adult comedies now, like, they uh, the characters eternally have to stay at a certain age. Unless you're Young Justice and you have to, like, uh, le- unless you're, uh, like, Young Justice and you have to age up Young every Justice character. by. Justice li-
1: is a freaking leapfrog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They
2: leap, they leap by, they leap years, like, constantly. And characters age up, like, five years every time. Um, but like Rick and Morty, you, you all these care like Morty's always going to be this 13, like barely 14 year old kid who his voice hasn't dropped yet. Yeah, he's just always going to be this 14 year old kid who constantly masturbates. Mm-hmm. And and same thing's going to be with Bob's Burgers, same thing with the family guy. It's, I think it's just because they find comfort in that, in that age for comedy, because that, yeah. that age can American
1: be... American Dad has a very... Very slow crawl, yeah. At least compared to the practically immoving Family Guy and The Simpsons and The Wild House. Just had Winkin turn twelve. Really? Yeah, Yeah. they did.
2: That's right. How many Christmas specials did they have by that time?
1: Multiple. Well, the thing
2: is, yeah,
0: and and more more confusingly, like three or four different April Fools episodes. Because the whole thing with that is like every year, um, uh, uh which one is it? Oh, uh, Luann, right? She always like pulls a bunch of pranks on the you entire know, like, family. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, Timmy, ha- Timmy Turner had at least three birthday episodes. The, boys yeah, it, in the it, band, There was a birthday episode before Chloe, and one with Chloe that he got to. Oh, yeah. Chloe.
2: Oh. Uh... Yeah. Oh, Fairly Odd Parents Season 10. Oh, how we don't like to talk about it.
0: We don't talk about Fairly Odd Parents Season 10. No, no, no. What,
2: wait, what's, what's, what's what's Fairly Odd Parents Season 10? It had a Season 10? I never heard of this.
3: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's Fairly Odd
2: Parents stopped after uh, Channel that, uh, that's, that's, well, that's The
1: thing that's... is, it, you can't really say it, it stopped being good after Season 7 because Season 8 is basically 6 bonus episodes to season seven <laughs> <laughs> but so of course we get
0: the um the first number of the musical because this movie is a musical it doesn't have that many songs there's really like basically there's four and a reprise more or less or two reprises
3: mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. yeah yeah and, and here's where i kind of wish i saw some more recent recently see me being a bob's burgers fan i you know went to see that instead of top gun on opening day uh, and so so unfortunately good. the songs are very rusty on my end but i, I do remember to like, like the toe car, tapping so. to them all the time and i think i really liked the one uh i really like the I, I don't remember if it's the final song but the one with the main an- antagonist and you know they're in the little hideout that was just great i was really digging that song yeah
0: um that that one has not been released on the album yet they said they're gonna release that um on, makes sense when, when it comes Spoilers out on vinyl and... yeah it's spoilery um, yeah the the three songs that are on the album right now are um sunny side up summer lucky ducks and um the the song by the itty bitty ditty committee um so the um the things that get set up right at the beginning are obviously tina's whole thing and um gene has created a uh, musical instrument out of some rubber bands and spoons and a napkin holder and dreams and um and gene is just um saying about how he uh wants to be a big musician and then louise is kind of just like yeah i'm 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 cool i'm fine i you know i'm not worried about anything and it's obvious that there's something that's on our mind, um, and that co- that all comes to a head when they're at recess uh, later on. And also, uh, the other thing that happens right at the end of the opening number is uh, the the ba- the the whole song ends with uh, they're like when uh, Bob and Linda are like when he answers yes, and the
2: banker's like, "Yeah, I loved that uh, like the musical sequence for that. It was I was so, so glad." that all animated. It was perfectly mm-hmm. animated. Like All I think the
0: animation for like, the whole movie is top notch. It oh, looks it's amazing. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. gorgeous animation. Quality.
1: Admittedly, I felt like I kept spotting the uh, the 3D assets and it was kind of freaking me out.
0: Yeah, that, I, I that's want... kind of to be expected, especially when it's you know being seen on a big screen. Yeah, and I noticed that. A not as more. much
1: in the
3: opening area, but then toward towards the end, there was a yeah a lot of the climactic elements. It, yeah, it, which it, I think it, I
0: think makes sense. It, yeah. That kind of stuff is really expensive to do in two D animation and figure out. It's a lot easier yeah. to do with three D rigs. It, it... And it's still not yeah.
1: as I, I was, I was it's still not it as didn't uh... be so judgmental about it. Like for for what they were doing, I just wanted. A... It was a really nice piece.
0: Yeah. 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 It was well done. And I think it's still there. I think what really stands out to me most as far as like 3D models being used, where it's obvious that they 3D models, they did a lot of that um, in Milo Murphy's Law. The, the yeah, dinosaur comes to mind.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a, I mean, there's a lot, there's a good skill when it comes to cel- making cell shaded like 3D models work in a 2D environment. And it takes a lot of effort to make it like really like sometimes there there are some times when there's a cell shaded two D model in a cartoon and I don't even tell I can't yeah. tell sometimes because it's because they integrate it so well and they understand how to really integrate it
1: and remember this like, is also I, all I, I wonder if there's
0: a movie that we yeah. can talk more about that with Oh wait we, we did that last time with the uh, Rescue Rangers Oh yep. really
2: You did Yeah, yeah it, we just did Rescue that, Rangers last week I mean like Rescue Rangers does it decently there are some moments where it really can seem like day like chip and like in like dale is what well, i guess chip and most of it uh where they really seem like they're 2d characters in the world and they don't feel like mm-hmm. it's
1: 3d yeah and cause, sometimes cause where it's with, definitely with like with no chip, they
0: obviously they obviously uh we like we're gonna have this character obviously be uh, like because there's some there's some characters that are minor characters that are like 2D and just animated yeah. 2D. But with Chip, it was obviously like, well, this is a main character. We're going to have a rig for him.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, and I can understand it because it is, because it's pretty expensive, especially if, if the main character. Yeah. And, and you're having him do, and, and you're do, having him do so much. It's better to just have him in the environment so you can have something on there mm-hmm. than just animating him frame by frame. And I can, again, understand it. Yeah. I think my kind of annoyance comes in when you can clearly, if they're going to go the 2D, like 3D model route, at least give him squash enough squash and stretch to give that illusion of 2D. Because oh, there yeah. are some scenes where, I mean, especially there are some scenes when it comes to like 3D models. And I guess, for example, the Chip and Dale film, Chip just looks like he's just standing there, or it looks like he's very, very stale movements. And they're just giving a frame rate difference for him where frame rate actually really doesn't have anything to do with like making him look like he's a 2d character you can have him be completely smooth at 24 frames per second and it still gives the illusion of 2d animation as long as you give him enough squash and stretch because if he has squash and stretch and it feels like he's actually like a 2d character then hey you've made it you give a good illusion but if you don't it just makes it look like it's a a actual if you just can tell it's a 3d model at that point and but in this film it it does it pretty well there's some moments where i can clearly see like okay there's the 3d model it's 3d city things like that but it works it works really yeah. well in this film so at recess um
0: obviously gene louise and t and tina are all out at recess um gene is talking to the other kids that were previously in the itty bitty ditty committee band <laughs> and uh he's like i found our sound our sound he's like who's we? and and one of the, one of his friends is like who's we he's like our band the Innovative did a committee it's like we had a band and we went with that name
2: <laughs> it was that was great i i laughed really the the humor in this just really got to me just the comedy is so on point for this it was a lot of fun
1: uh, i think if you're going into it blind that can really come off as like some sort of delusion
0: yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like no that did happen they did have a band
3: did it because i i couldn't remember for sure that there wasn't yeah itty, there's bitty, that's ditty a, ditty there's committee.
0: an episode called the itty bitty did okay oh
3: <laughs>
1: Like yeah. If, if you missed it, it really works. as coming off as a delusion.
0: There's so much in this movie that was set up in the show. Um, like we'll get to later, like the tree house and um Fish house was all established. I think maybe one of the only things they might not have established might have been the underpeer, but I don't know. I haven't watched enough. Maybe they did establish. Yeah, it. I, I
3: can't recall an underpeer.
1: Like yeah. I could I could believe the uh, the criminal history. Actually, having a thing in the show, but it only just dawns on them what the fish odors had actually been doing. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah. It, it. Sorry, go ahead. Oh,
0: um, say what you were going to say because I'm going to go back to the the plot synopsis.
2: I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Okay. Um. So <laughs> Tina's trying to ask Jimmy Jr. and um i forget the other kid's name but um the the other kid that always hangs out with jimmy jr
1: zeke
0: <laughs> zeke yeah zeke um is kind of roughhousing with him and she's like yeah maybe later and then um one of the other kids chloe barbash is actually kind of trash talking Luis, saying that she doesn't want to do what's called a dead man's drop off of the um pull-up bars um you like sit on the on the like pull-up bars and you kind of do a flip where you um, fall backwards and then flip so you land on your feet um and it's like oh well, she doesn't want to do it because she's just worried her hat will fall off uh which of course if you know um louise you know she doesn't go anywhere without that hat ever there's a grand total of one episode where that hat actually got taken from her and it was a big freaking deal mhm
2: mhm
0: um and to to my knowledge the hat like the origins of the hat had been a mystery until this movie so i think that's cool that they paid that off here um i love how um uh mr Frond, he doesn't get a whole lot of screen time in this movie but the the guidance counselor that um that of course Louise absolutely hates actually all three of the kids hate him um uh, but Louise especially um uh, does not have a good relationship with him she's just like she just like growls at him and he like cowers in fear
2: it's really funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i love just all those scenes where she's just growling at people over that it was just such Perfect comedic time. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, and meanwhile,
0: back at the restaurant, um, Bob and Linda are kind of like trying to figure out what they're gonna do, um, because they need the money to pay the loan for the bank, because all the restaurant equipment is tied up in the loan, and, um, they're like, well, we'll just sell enough burgers to be able to pay the bank. It's not that it's not gonna be that difficult. And then. The sinkhole bitch. opens up, and there's now a huge hole in front of their restaurant that um that needs to get filled and is not let it it's making it so
1: that uh the front it's door even, is even inaccessible. The chunk of even the chunk of sidewalk goes so it's yeah. like...
0: it's like literally like basically the foundation that the restaurant was built on with the basement is fine, but the road like completely fell apart
3: mhm, yeah. And the family tries to salvage it by putting a sign up saying "Enter in the back," but of course, there's a creepy alley, and no one. Alley smells do
0: that. like pee. Restaurant is fine.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you never know how like effective that sign might be, because if you oh, can yeah. no-, no
0: one's, no one's seeing that sign. Nobody's coming yeah. in. Um, and. Um, that that night we get um that night we get each of the um kind kind of more setup of each of the kids and their kind of arc for the movie where um tina's um basically all three of them are feeling insecure about themselves in a different way um tina's feeling insecure that um that her fantasies won't live up to um reality with jimmy jr um gene is feeling insecure about his music and i like that fantasy in particular because um actually um we'll going back to keep fantasy for a second i like how the sexy zombies make an appearance from uh that was like the the one of the first episodes
3: yeah Mickey, that keeps recurring it like a... yeah it's,
0: it's become it's become a recurring thing
3: um and, and i i really like how much they like threw in tina's dream to like sort of set up her motivations and her character through like her sort of growth uh, yeah i time. think all
0: of that it, it i think all turns... of that with the arc with the kids i think if any yeah. one of their arcs was kind of underserved it was gene but like gene's kind of always just there to say funny lines anyway so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, the close
3: encounter reference of... was pretty nice
2: yeah um, I was fully expecting, though, the voice of Paul Rudd to, peer, uh, to be the horse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, I know I know, Sarah Silverman has recurred probably since season one. but
0: Yeah, I don't know if she was in this movie or not. I didn't see her name oh, in the
1: credits. Oh, I heard her. Okay. Uh, so it was like having Mabel, Vanellope, and uh, Principal Shepard
2: yeah, they definitely, I know they definitely,
0: I definitely saw her credit in there. Well, what's wild to me is that there's an entirely different show that um, H, um, H. John Benjamin and Kristen Schaller are on. Because they're on Word Girl. They're both on Word Girl. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. And it's like, it's the same voice. I'm like, so it's like, you've got uh, you got Mabel, Luis, and, um, and, and Victoria Best. <laughs>
2: That's crazy, honestly. It, it it's fun. It's funny when you really consider, like, some of the vo- how how some of the voice actors don't really change their voices between characters, yet they just completely dissolve into those separate two characters. You never really yeah. associate them together. Yeah,
1: exactly. E- even um, even Cole just yeah. basically puts a gruff coating around his normal voice.
0: Exactly, yeah. jeans jeans like like uh daydream fantasy thing is that um he's performing at the band shell. Oh, because uh, I forgot to mention uh uh Mr. Fishoder showing up with um Felix and Grover. Felix is Mr. Fishoder's oh well, Calvin. Okay, so Calvin Fishoder, Felix and um Felix who is who is Calvin's brother. And Grover, who is their cousin from, like, the, quote, poor side of the family, who is their lawyer, um, show up and um, are like, well, yeah, it'll it'll get filled sometime, maybe. Um, And Linda asks Mr. Fishoder about possibly getting a break from rent that month so that um, they can pay the bank, which, um, having gone back and watched more of the show, you know Mr. Fishoder is not hurting for anything. Like there's there would be absolutely no problem with with them not having to pay rent for a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a yeah. landlord who literally went all when a bunch of his tenants tried to have a rent strike. I just watched this episode today. It was great. They all showed up at at um at Fishoder's place and Fishoder was like, "Hey, Instead of doing a rent strike, why don't we do Hunger Games but with water balloons? <laughs> and it's glorious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is... The, the, uh, we, we that kind of leads into what happens later with the, the, mm-hmm. the Cardis, where it's like, yeah, they, they really just do not... Like, you can't take anything these guys do seriously at all. <laughs>
3: yeah and and this is kind of one point where I like me having seen bob's burgers a long time and seeing like all the recurring characters and stuff and then this time this is your first introduction to grover and then like right there going to the movie you're all like okay already thinking it's like okay this this is probably the bad guy (laughs) and it's kind of like an unfortunate trap that these shows kind of have and they did sort of try to save it when introducing a bunch of other uh, Carney characters uh, later later in. But with how much like screen time he was getting and being with the fish odors, it was almost the only character it could be
1: yeah. uh, coming up. It, it was because... almost like the fish odors were checking on how close are they getting, how close are they getting. Let's, let's, let's drop by and see how close they're getting. Yeah, yeah, I, I,
2: think that, I think it really does help to come in as blind as possible, because I came in pretty blind, because again, I've only watched a few episodes of Bob's Burgers. So, coming in completely blind, it really felt like a really genuine mystery for me, just mm-hmm. being able to figure, and being able to deduce who really was the one at fault.
3: Yeah, and with uh... I can't wait
0: to see the alternate cuts where there's different endings with different killers. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and I was almost wondering if they're going to, because there was a part when I was watching that. I'm wondering, it's like, will they have like the cojones to actually like kill off one of their mains you know, or like, kill off her. Like, you know, it's going to be the chicken clue, for, for the sandwich of the day. No, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. And and part of me was wondering if they were going to like do something like that where it actually like would change the show from that point on, but uh, it didn't. So it could uh, still keep its formula that it's used to. But I yeah. was wondering if they would for a second. I thought that'd be like really cool if they did. But it, it's probably such a huge risk. Like it probably might like upset some fans if they did something too mm-hmm. drastic. But the and way it,
2: they, I will say, imagine if you're watching it in a binge, and you don't, and it, of course, in most binges when you're watching a television show, a series, movie isn't really part of the like, like the streaming order. So imagine you're just binging the show, and then randomly you find out one of the characters got killed. Well, <laughs> oh
3: yeah, and you never
0: died, died on the, the mirror, way, like, Oh, no. that's why. Pooji yeah. died on the way back to his home planet,
1: <laughs> and and even then, sometimes sometimes the TV movies that might seem like, um, they like the TV movies that might actually change things up, end up being separately listed from their series.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's like with across the second dimension, it's like yeah, it was produced. With the rest of the show, but when do you like? Oh, it was I do mean that. Like I mean season... like
1: Operation Zero. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. like with
0: Cross the Second Dimension, it's like it was produced, it was produced alongside the series, but where do you watch it?
2: Yeah, like where, that, like, and where do you watch Candace, uh, say, Against the Universe? Where When do you put that in the timeline? Where do you put I that think, in your watch order? I think I would put
0: that somewhere firmly in season four. Well,
3: Phineas and Ferb, like, I think with that one, the, Every season, it's all the same summer, right? Yes, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, so it's all one summer, anyways. If, but
2: right. if you, I mean, if you all put it in as to one summer, Candace learns not to care about busting the boys multiple times. Yeah, over yeah. multiple, over over multiple movies and specials. So I think it's just like, where what, do you really did, put the... Gave up where,
0: evil where, multiple times and then relapsed.
1: When exactly. when I did my, I mean it's it's, pr- it's probably somewhat different, but when I when I did my Fairly Odd Parents binge, I kept forgetting to switch to Jimmy Neutron to actually get the Jimmy Jimmy Power Hours in.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like
1: that. So I just like went straight through, letting it. Although they put the um, oh yeah cartoons. In the back, like there are three sets of oh yeah cartoon parts that they put. Like I don't think it they got all of the shorts, but they're in the back of season seven. Mm.
2: <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. But so um back to the plot synopsis. So, so Louise, um, um she's having sort of a meeting with all of her um toys to discuss what to do about um chloe barbash calling her a baby because that's oh, what yeah. chloe barbash called her um and it was really offensive to her um sure. and uh bad kopi, not to be confused with good Kopi, um because there was the whole episode where that was a thing yeah um, <laughs> they still which... had the
3: squished one
0: Yes, the the messed up one that um, Linda dropped in the toilet, and then uh, they they put it in the oven with rice. Which I've heard the rice thing. I've never heard of uh, putting something in the oven. I feel like that's a recipe for disaster if it's anything that could remotely melt.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I like how throughout this series, after that, you'll still see see the, oh, the Kuchikobi. You'll still Kuchikobi. see them in the shelf, in good coochie Kobe and bad Kuchikobi. Coochie Copy, Coochie Kopi. What
0: one of the writers on word. the show was? Um, uh, had, I think it was one of the writers had posted that they, um their four year old four four or five something like that. Their kid had a Kuchi Copy birthday cake, and they've done show and tell oh. at school, and they brought their their kuchi Copy in every time. I'm like, that's adorable. I love that. That's the cutest thing. I, I love, love that. Is it the
1: shape or what? Or did it did they stick like a figure on it?
0: They had like a, uh, oh yeah, the, the cake is like the shape of the thing. But yeah, so Bad Cushy Cope suggests you should go into the hole because ba- uh, babies come out of holes, they don't go into them. <laughs> and um, another thing I love is just like some of the cuts that they do, like the cut where it's um, it goes from Louise in like her fantasy to Louise standing um, by the hole. I'm like, I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and it was, they they do some creative things like that in the show sometimes too. But like uh, they they
2: they do even more stuff like that here, and it's great. It's amazing, uh, yeah. I really like the cuts the, are the, so well done. The joke of like babies go into holes, they don't come out of them. And Tina's <laughs> like, you've got to stop saying that. <laughs> like that joke is so good. <laughs> like I don't know, it reminds me of another joke of somewhere I've heard this joke, a similar joke somewhere. And it's like on the tip of my tongue. I don't know where it, where, I, where I remember it, but I know I've heard it somewhere. <laughs> but it's uh, so
0: good. But yeah, so um, Luis is having um, having Tina film and Gene be like, "Don't go down there. It's dangerous."
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just keeps on doing other takes. Just like, don't,
0: go, don't down go down there. It's dangerous. As,
2: as someone who, as I guess, as podcasters. We do get that. We feel that a lot. We have, we have to do multiple takes for just for openings. I'm sorry, could you say that again?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't go down oh, there. And welcome! Dangerous.
2: And welcome to the Crossover Nexus podcast.
0: Welcome to the Crossover Nexus podcast without a cool acronym. Uh, <laughs> Escape from Vault Disney.
2: Channel KRT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and
0: emperor's new crossover nexus emperors, podcast. New, emperor's new yeah <laughs> <laughs> the podcast of immersion of immersion yes still still waiting on that uh muppets haunted mansion episode episode andrew whatever you have time mm-hmm. and, d- know, and no don't pressure. scrap that
1: and do not scrap that uh the, the paranormal one
0: yeah um and Luis Chandler is and, like, the ver- and the Podverse and Madness. Podverse of Madness. Um, and so Louise is like, okay, I'm actually not going to do it. But then the piece of the road that she's standing on um, cracks, and she falls down there anyway. Yeah. And um, she's trying to have um, Tina and Gene pull her up. And then every show, like the three shows that I was in, no matter what, this always got a reaction. Um, she gets her legs stuck in the mud. And then a skeleton falls out, like, comes out of the mud, and she ends up, like, actually, like, the, the skeleton falls, like, right on top of her to where the teeth go into her mouth.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> like, yeah, like, uh, I Everyone, like, I was eating popcorn, uh, but I was mean, like, uh, I almost, uh, I almost puked. It almost got out of me. Oh,
0: my God, like, that oh, it was, was, oh, such man. A good...
2: <laughs> I had such, just, like, i was in the middle of like they, they, on they a made that
0: appropriately kernel. horrifying and it was great it
1: mm-hmm. was
2: beautifully executed
0: yes oh, oh my god like you felt that that's yeah. like that that's up there with like um, the the whole scene in the daisy mart with uh, with may in turning red where her mom is like showing all of this artwork that she's drawn of this clerk <laughs> oh yeah and you just feel the secondhand embarrassment you know when oh, when, yeah. when when you're feeling those kind of emotions right up there with these characters that's when you know you have something good
3: I'm, yeah when I, I you are you... uh, but but I like how she uh, brings that up as like a like a brag or like a sh- way to shut someone else up about having i head, i tasted person's death teeth in her
0: mouth i tasted death
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then obviously um, they they call the police and <laughs>
2: um, Bob's like and now it's a crime scene great and now it's a crime scene great yeah it's like <laughs> that scene that that whole scene just killed me. it was beautifully executed. yeah, mm-hmm. such a perfect perfect scene
3: yeah and and somewhere around there they they sort of set up uh how uh Captain Bosco will be used later
0: yeah even though he's in robbery and it's not a homicide Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and um they found a bullet in the torso so they know that it is a murder. bullet in the torso what is everywhere and uh louise held on to one of the teeth as they go to school and um Tina's like, you, Tina's like, you can't keep that. That's evidence. She's like, it's just a little souvenir. When you fall, when you fall, when you go into a hole, when you, when you go into a hole, you get to keep whatever falls into your mouth. That's a rule. <laughs> that's it. Okay. She's like, well, just don't don't tell anyone. And then, of course, she's showing the entire school this tooth because this is the same girl that told her entire class that the burger restaurant that her family runs makes burgers out of human remains. So. You know, that's not surprising at all.
1: Yeah. I'm not a baby. I use adult teeth. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a big boy. I have adult teeth in my mouth. Watch. And just pulls out <laughs> all, the, all the teeth from...
0: No, it's actually just really gross candy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, ultimately, Luis overhears um, Bob talking to Linda after he's like, yeah, I think I held it together in front of the kids pretty well, when he's just like going oh god, oh no oh god, god. During, during dinner Gene's like, can you pass the peel off? And you know what, butter's, any, butter's better anyway
2: <laughs> yeah, it was such a good bit and then, <laughs> and he's just continuing and he's like, oh god oh god Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> I just love the part when Linda just hits him right in the groin. It's <laughs> like you just gotta look, at, you gotta look at you gotta look at you gotta look at the press, Bob, and you just gotta hit him right in the nuts. And he just hits it's him right in the It's not a metaphor
0: the like, if you actually do
2: it. He says, Well agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I love Linda, she's so great. It was so that that got my grandpa laughing. He doesn't laugh a lot at movies, so if he laughed at the moment when Linda just hits him right in the nuts, that's a good movie. That tells you how good the film is.
0: Um, so Louise is hearing um uh, this conversation about how Bob is worried that they're going to lose the restaurant and then you know they'll be homeless, and um as they're about to walk to school the next morning. Um Louise calls a quote emergency kid meeting and Gina's like is this about whatever's going on with Tina's bangs I've been wanting to fix them all morning.
1: <laughs> and it Louise is so- like no. Yeah.
0: Um oh but I forgot to um I forgot to mention the the reason why they're freaking out is because um, they had a suspect arrested for Uh, The murder of the skeleton, which turned out to be the the remains of of Cotton Candy Dan. Who is a carny that went missing six years ago. And um, the suspect they have in custody is um, Mr. Fish Odor. And, um, you know, things are looking pretty bad for for him. And also, like, you know, um, that means that if he's in jail um they won't be able to not pay rent which i'm not really sure how that works because like
1: someone in the company has to be there
0: yeah who take who takes over their rent if uh if fishroader is unaccounted for or accounted for but in prison i don't know um but so yeah the next morning um louise pulls um Gene and Tina side and is like, look, we need to we need to solve this this and we need to start now. We need to prove that Mr. Fish is innocent. And I'm I I'm pretty sure that he's innocent because why was he so chill about that hole? Why would he why would he have been so chill about that hole if uh, he had buried somebody down there?
3: That's the mystery is a foot. Yes, and that's
0: the mystery is a foot and um and the three of them sneak off to go do some investigating and meanwhile kind of the side running thing with um bob and linda is that um obviously the restaurant isn't doing very good business or really any business other than teddy of course mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so the solution that teddy ultimately comes up with is to make the is to cobble together this burger cart for them uh, which bob is like this is a terrible idea we don't have permits to sell food out on the on the street i know there was an episode where they got a food truck but i haven't watched that one yet so i don't know how that gets resolved or if they and i'm guessing they must have lost that permit at some point
3: (laughs) yeah i wish i could remember
0: (laughs) um but they have this thing cobbled together and of course linda gets the the burger suit that g normally wears and puts a bikini on it and i love gene's reaction to that later where he's like he's like um, I don't know why we didn't put the bikini on that beforehand. <laughs> uh, I, lo- I love I love Gene. Gene's great.
2: Gene is amazing. The bikini right. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um It's bikini bottoms on a crappy patty.
0: Bikini bottoms on a crappy patty. <laughs> um, but so they go and talk um so the kids go and talk to the the person at the um ticket booth um and she tells them that the carnies live in carneapolis but seriously don't go there it's right by the old dog food factory but seriously don't go there so they go there
2: but the dog food but
0: they
3: said not to
2: go there yeah didn't they explain it it was so perfectly told to them not to go there (laughs) someone
0: has to Um, bring the dog food over it's the most stuff you can grind up to make food
2: it's everything oh, that,
0: that was they can their... find on the floor, ground up. <laughs> that sense. that was their slogan. Um, they go and uh, they have a uh,
2: an old friend uh, that was Mickey, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, I think that sounds right. He's a recurring yeah, was... character. Yeah,
2: yeah. He was the guy who, uh, who I guess held gu- Bob up like, at gunpoint. Yeah, for, held uh... Bob up yeah. at the at the bank. Mm-hmm. It was the one where um, Luis was having the call with him, and it's like. I have you for my spe- like I want to choose you for my special like interview. And uh and it's during the police like police are trying to inter- like negotiate with him and the and like uh they're trying to grab the phone from Louise and she's like it's my dad. My dad's on the phone.
1: Question 1. It's my dad. Yeah. How did you first get into bank robbing? me and a buddy of
3: mine, we just kind of Fell into it. You know, I had a gun. I needed some money. All right, and... kiddo, we've had our fun now.
1: Hand it's over my the daddy!
2: Yeah! My hey, hey. In there! So, just a couple
1: more questions. I know you're a busy give me the but phone. Give me that phone you... back. Give it to me. You're <clears> throat> 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 so rude right now. Ow! Ouch! Ouch!
3: Serves you right, kid. Listen to me, Mickey. We need to talk. No, no, now, no. Shoot. You know
0: what? I don't want to talk to you. I want to
3: talk to the little girl.
0: Negative. You'll talk with me. It's the girl, or
1: you know, I shoot somebody, I kill somebody. All right, hang on, hang on. Listen, Mickey, you said you were a bank robber? Hey, I'm going to shoot somebody. Fine, here she is. This is Louise. I'm running the show now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then she's like, and the minute she gets back on the phone to talk with him, he's like, okay, let's begin. She <laughs> she knows how to use
0: her her cute little girl powers to be manipulative, for sure. It is beautiful.
2: I remember yeah. seeing that gag. I just died of laughing Lu- so Louise good. is easily
0: my favorite character. I love her so much. Yeah, she's... Christian Shaw is a god. Let's I mean, real. basically, basically Louise is like like Mabel, but with the insanity cranked cranked up to like a
1: billion. Well, as long as we're gonna bring up Mabel, this this plot felt very irrational. Treasure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Yeah,
0: um, and the so. It, so in carneapolis there's of course the the whole uh musical number lucky ducks oh yeah that was
2: um, a great that was great which musical. was a, another really
0: fun one
2: yeah
0: um and after that one of the carnies
2: um follows them speci- suspiciously
0: suspi- yeah, yeah follows them suspiciously and gene's like maybe he forgot to murder us
2: <laughs> uh
0: the carney tells them that um um the car tells them that Felix was there um the night of the murder um and that's their um new suspect that they have and so they go to tell Sergeant Bosco this information who is doing a very poorly executed stakeout out in front of the One-Eyed Snakes hangout
3: which again is, is another um, the, the light on the roof <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and the coffee, and his coffee that said Sergeant. Sergeant Moscow. And then, the, and then the guy just, one of the bikers just come out and says, Hi, are you guys with that policeman? <laughs> <Or> whatever, <laughs> whatever. Are you guys bothering
0: that policeman? Yeah, um, and because one... of course the whole thing with the one-eyed steaks is that um, there was the whole episode where um, they all um, came into the restaurant, and um, that was the episode where Luis got her ears stolen by um this one uh obnoxious high school kid who you think would have better things to do than picking on a nine-year-old but anyways
3: <laughs> um bullying has been a big theme in uh, movies lately
0: yeah mm-hmm. um but yeah ultimately the the bikers were about to fight the the mom of this kid and then all of a sudden one of the one of the um biker ladies who is like very heavily pregnant ends up giving birth <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, so that was that was a whole thing in that episode
3: yeah and i think there's a one or two more times where they also popped up later in the series
0: yeah uh but Sergeant Boscos like they uh, they um, we got a tip that they had stolen karaoke equipment. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> one of them go, goes in and they're they're uh, they're uh, playing conga, which I thought was I'm like, I'm like, hey, I've heard that song a lot recently from a certain <laughs> roller coaster. I love the I love the bit, the bit where um, Tina's explaining how they found him on this stakeout because she's like, well, we went to homicide and they wouldn't tell us anything, so we went to robbery and they told us that you were on a stakeout and <laughs> on a stakeout in front of a, a a biker gang, and we said, oh, the one-eyed snakes, and they said, yeah, and and
2: and she's like,
0: yeah, we know those guys. They're very, they're really nice.
2: <laughs> I love that part because it's just like it's just they just like walk up to the police station like yeah he's on a secret steakhouse oh for the bat for a bike game oh you mean the one-eyed snakes yeah i know those guys they're really nice it's such a great casual I just like the And again, it's like
0: as a first-time viewer, you're just like, you know, you know, as a first time viewer, it's just it the, it makes the world that this movie takes place in feel so fleshed out. And that's because it is, just cause it's all this world building. Yeah.
2: That the use and it doesn't even feel like and he, it feels like,
0: completely natural.
2: Yeah, it feels natural. It doesn't feel like you're just like missing something. Like the, a lot of like a lot of films will kind of give a world world building and act like you should know like some of this stuff, and it just doesn't feel natural. It feels like a character, like like you. It feels like you're missing a step. But this just mm-hmm. feels like it's natural. It feels like you know it. it, it I, feel even like, I feel like there's like characters watched, who are reoccurring.
0: I feel like if you watched Across the Second Dimension, it might be a little confusing because it's like you know. Oh yeah, when, there's a lot of
2: callbacks with Second Dimension.
0: Yeah, when they when there's the replicator that makes all the old inventions. If you're not. If you're someone who hasn't seen the show, you'd be like, where did all this come from? I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, they kind of, like, you know, show the structure of a basic episode towards the beginning. And basically, Candace Against the Universe does that on a speedrun, but I feel like that's done very well to where you understand the status quo, but it also doesn't really affect the movie
2: all that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think, like, there's so many other films that just, I, I guess, in that instance, yeah, with Phineas and Ferb across Second Dimension, it like it, it really hinges on you knowing like the lore and the world, and you at least need to know
0: like the characters' relationships.
2: Yeah, the beforehand. characters' relationships. Yeah, you need to at least like know at least a lot of the characters' relationships to sometimes understand some of the callbacks, and things like that.
1: Yeah. And here,
2: it doesn't feel like you need any of it. Like, like you just you're just like, oh, these characters know this guy. Cool. That that. that let's keep moving. The story keeps moving on, and it, yeah, it exactly. And, and it doesn't feel... Like it, none of it feels like it's doesn't feel unnatural. It doesn't feel like you're missing something in the for the world.
0: And so Sergeant Bosco tells them that um, they found a cufflink, which is a banana wearing a graduation cap.
2: Mm-hmm. And so
0: now they're like, okay, so we gotta find this cufflink. If we find this cufflink, we find the the killer. And so they go to the um... Treehouse that Felix lives in because, um, in the episode I previously mentioned, um, where there's the whole Hunger Games thing with water balloons, um, Felix is like, Yeah, we, I, I had to move out to this treehouse because I have sleep apnea, mm. and so, um, they go into the treehouse looking for the cufflink and they don't find it. But they do find out that um, Felix is back together with Fanny, uh, and I actually haven't gotten to that episode yet, so I don't really know too much about her.
2: I, I can't uh, think yeah. of anything on that. All I know is that she was in jail and she was out. Yeah, and that's what I know. That really tells you all you really need to know, honestly, about the relationship.
1: Yeah,
0: it's it's very much meant to be a red
1: herring. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I at least recognized her. Just probably not in relation to him, but just as a general
0: character. Yeah. um, They follow Felix um, to the wharf. And at around the same time, um, Bob and Linda and um, Teddy are doing the whole burger cart thing. And at first they try to sell burgers outside of Wonder Wharf, but then the health inspectors who are literally from the first episode (laughs) um, show up nearby and they duck into Wonder Wharf um, and then Linda gets the idea to ditch the sign that they made and just be like, yeah, no, we work here now. Totally. (laughs) This, This won't possibly have any negative repercussions. And things are going great until they break the shrine that was set up for Cotton Candy Dan by the first shift people.
3: That was just in the middle of the pier.
0: <laughs> yeah. So why was it on the on the ground? That was his spot. I'm like, well, you could have put it on a table. Could,
3: could have.
2: Yeah, you could have put a table, or you could have made it like a plaque saying, "This is where this is in honor of Cotton Candy man. Yeah, who was murdered?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it was a nice thing to do for their friend who was murdered. And <laughs> so there's this this chase sequence where they're getting chased by a bunch of the different carnies.
1: which
2: Mm -hmm. and i I like the
3: sorry go ahead uh, there's some fun that that this uh sort of brings up it again in a a bunch of other episodes is they were selling really well with their burgers and everybody was liking them and that's that's sort of a fun recurring theme in a way of a bunch of episodes everybody that tries his burgers loves his burgers yeah because that's the thing they're really really good the
0: quality is amazing it's just they don't have like i think i think honestly a lot of it is their marketing
2: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. their
0: marketing
2: is not great
3: which is yeah.
0: non-existent or very poorly done when they actually do yeah,
3: or, like or it's like all like people with sandy
0: actually try fry for example <laughs> where they got an nfl player to do a little bit of a uh, um, endorsement for them for this commercial, and then he immediately goes across the street to Jimmy Pesto's afterwards and does the commercial for the other guys. Like
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: like the, yeah. The, the the celebrity that they get to endorse the restaurant immediately goes across the street to endorse their competition.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just I I think I find it more funny than it actually is or something. Like just a, a great you know thought that they're. They're like the best burger in town, but they can barely afford rent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sadly, that yeah. Uh, that sounds about right for some places.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: that man.
0: sounds
2: right in a lot of places. A lot of places. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm sure
3: there are a lot of mom and pop places I could probably relate. Um,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say with the with the carnies, I absolutely loved the gag with the dog, and he's like, and they're like, "Do you see him?" I can't see anything. <laughs>
0: that's so true as,
2: as I've, worn, I've worn some like like type of cosplay like costumes like that where it covers your entire head you really can't see a thing in something like that it is yeah. impossible to see something like anything
0: uh, so of course the kids follow um, Felix through the wharf um,
3: oh uh did, I don't know if I meant that like the reason why they're uh that they become suspicious of him because of his he's planning on skipping town.
0: Oh yeah, they're fleeing the country. Yeah, Felix mentions um, when he's talking to Fanny that they're fleeing the country. And so they're following him. And they go into the Wonder Wharf. And um, I think it was uh, Luis that was like, is Wonder Wharf in international waters? Wow.
1: Um,
0: and they follow Felix down into the, um, the molehill, which is where they have their secret clubhouse underneath. That was the I forget the name of it, but the place with the organ and the the submarine ride
3: launch point. Yeah, It was like nep- uh, I feel like there's like a sign to like the, or- nep- the orchestra
0: something like that. The orchestra I think or that's right, like yeah, that? the
2: orchestra Yeah, that definitely sounds right yeah, right. something like that.
0: And because um, it
2: was in because oh, it was an old theme park. Be- it was a theme park that was underneath the original because they built one over top of it. As they yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I really like being a theme park fan. I really like that part, especially when you're seeing the uh like the submarine ride that uh comes a bit later and that's given you know, like between the fine Nemo subs or 20,000 leagues under the sea. Oh yeah. At Disney World <laughs> Man, like yeah. Tokyo so Disneyland my my question is,
0: did the original version of this ride that supposedly, uh, that supposedly was there, did it actually go underwater?
2: Yeah, I noticed that because th- there's tracks that are going underwater. So if it actually does it did it act actually just go underwater? Because then what do they have to really turn into a sub? Because they could have just technically given it a motor and at least I guess some form of steering. And the yeah,
1: direction Was there some sort of like because by the time it's like when it's actually used, it just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. So was there like some assurance along the way that it would totally work and- yeah my guess is there yeah. was a track long long defunct long ago brand. and I got washed
3: but then, out uh Grover just said you know he fixed it and made it seaworthy uh yeah yeah and then it just went to the end of the track and then just straight up sank.
0: because yeah spoiler <laughs> alert the the real killer is actually Grover Hmm. uh and best song in so Cal- the movie calvin comes down oh the yeah slide. amazing song mm-hmm. yeah calvin calvin comes down the slide um and louise is like what the heck how are you here the uh, and he's like "Oh, i posted bail i had to the the beds were horrible for my back grover shows up a few minutes later after um um after calvin and felix do the inver- the very important job of setting up the underpier. Um, because I I feel like that definitely wasn't established in the show, or even if it was, it's something that they definitely needed to be like, yeah, this is here, so it's not just an X mock and a later. Um They have these little cars from the fifties that they drive down there, and it's like basically like a crappier version of the utilitors.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
0: I think there was a cat running up here now. Um
3: yeah. Mr. Fish Odor shoot it was a quick little tour showing how you could like pop up in other booths and stuff and like take the, food or
0: the the daycare slash bar we had to close it the kids couldn't handle their liquor
1: yeah oh because we fo- found the uh we found the cufflink or tattoo or whatever yeah the, the, cufflink.
0: the cufflink and the bite
2: marks
1: yeah yeah
2: was the bite mark just a scar because it's definitely a yeah. scar because it had to be like it's been six years at that point
1: yeah it's so a me... mm-hmm. what was weird was it like was completely white like a like a treasure map like a like a treasure map line kind yeah of?
2: yeah yeah it's does cotton candy dan have that powerful of a bite my god hey, i know
3: i know that it's it's, biting through I, i've flesh. seen a lot of forensic files I know that they you oh can yeah be... I can that, imagine. That you can actually, uh, of course, it's not like from a scar, but. Yeah. So, probably yeah. in real life, not particularly accurate with scar, but it had that and the banana cufflinks, the, yes. the seal, the deal in the picture that was on the wall. Yeah. I, I love
0: how um when Grover shows up, Louise is trying to talk to him. And, like, well, before that, she's trying to talk to uh, Calvin, and just no one is giving her the time of day um and Grover's like well yeah they're both fleeing the country because um he doesn't think he can be the charge that's why i've had to get the coloring books on tape <laughs> i don't even know how that works but then louise pieces it all together and um she's staring at Grover and Grover's like why are you staring at me, at me like that and she's like oh i wasn't and he's like what, what's that in your hand it's like Oh, it's just some candy, and she pops the tooth back into her mouth. And then she's gagging. And he's like, spit it out. And she spits out the tooth. And he realizes that he's
2: Yeah. Ooh. He's been that was a... uh, he's been caught, basically. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant, just how he didn't say a thing, and then he grabs the then he just grabs the harpoon gun. <laughs> yeah. And then just starts pointing at it, and she Louise, like, You're pointing that
0: at me. And then, of course, that's when he reveals everything and yeah. tells them. Well, actually, as this is happening, um, Bob and Linda notice the kids' bikes by the molehill, and mm-hmm. they go over to um, see where they went. They will go up the stairs and then down the. Linda
2: the, does the and exact, there's, exact same thing that
0: Gene. Linda did. does the exact same thing that Gene does, which Gene like presses all the <laughs> buttons. Um, Including the the auchie ow ow button and which uh, Felix is like you, you press the ouchie button. W- weren't you worried about ouchies? And Jean's like, ah. Eh. <laughs> it was great. I love it. There's so many, so many great lines
2: in this movie. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my theater was my theater was dying at that moment when Linda's just buttons, buttons, buttons. Just it <laughs> was my theater was absolutely just hysterical. It was great. Love
1: that because who can resist a, a, a mighty button, a mighty button push, mm-hmm. especially push an ouchie linda on smugglers' that? run. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> buttons, 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 and then because there's Bob and Linda manage their way down and get captured themselves because there wasn't really a lot of space,
0: yeah and Grover tells them his whole plan for this, where basically he wanted to frame Calvin because he was the one person who was still eligible to receive the family fortune because he hadn't been convicted of a felony. Yeah.
2: yeah. And
0: so he figured, now my thing is I'm like, so he didn't, so he didn't have to resort to murder for this. He could have done something else that would still be a felony and frame it for that. But I guess he figured murder was the easiest thing to make stick. Um, because yeah, basically he shot Cotton Candy Dan with um with Calvin's gun and was going to make it a really easy frame job, but then someone some some uh backhoe operator uh moved the pile of dirt and filled it down the street and he didn't know where it was, and he's like, Well, I can't just go ask, like, hey, have you seen any dead carnies lying around? Yeah, it was perfect. But then, of course, the hole opened back up, and suddenly the frame job was back on.
2: Imagine yeah. finding that out, like, imagine, because, again, this is a six-year years diff- six year difference. So, like, imagine, like, just waiting, having to wait six years for this plan to come into motion. Yeah. And then it's just, and it just so happens, and you're like, oh, it was found again. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're back on.
3: Mm-hmm and that, that was something that i actually thought that was really intriguing especially like the way that he was uh singing. like not just his uh motivations and plan plans but also his like alibi and, yeah, you, I, yeah he, and the setup it was just really yeah. good
0: yeah he yeah. had this whole alibi plan where he's like oh so i've been at the gym for three hours yeah you don't yeah, know hour a... gym body
2: <laughs> do you do you think that he had any other backup plans Ever after, like the uh after Cotton Candy Dan's just body disappeared. Do you think he thought about killing another uh, carney?
0: Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird that he didn't try anything again. But I guess he's like, well, I don't want to kill multiple carnies; um, so I'll just kill the, one. The gym, he becomes gym a, car- a carny
1: killer. The gym receptionist. I was rather confused why he'd want him to study his face,
2: because like then he wants because then uh if they're like, was this man here? He can very much say, "Yes, I saw this man leave my gym." Oh, so know? he wanted yeah. to get caught. He wanted it. He wanted he, them to like. He wanted them to at least like know that yes, he in fact saw me, so that he could say, "Oh, he saw me, so I was here this whole time." Yeah, mm. for his alibi. The interesting. So it was
1: specifically so for Even the though alibi. he could turn him in. Well, yeah. he's he, a...
3: Well, the gym person wouldn't have known about hmm. the plot. He would have just known. Oh, he's at the gym
0: yeah yeah and so grover's whole plan um is to um now that all of them are down there he's like no so i'm gonna put all of you in the sub and then launch it and you'll just drown and um the whole park is gonna go up in flames and that's gonna be blamed on the submarine with with you know with the sparks on the metal track which metal wheels on um on metal rails I guess technically, if they're poorly maintained, could cause a spark.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. But like, there's steel. A lot of roller coasters of steel on steel. That's not terribly uncommon. But anyways, yeah. um, he rigged up a uh, a fuse uh, out of cooking oil and balloon string. All things you can find very easily at a uh, at a uh, a boardwalk park. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the stuffed and, animals. And filled the molehill with stuffed animals because basically his plan is to burn the, the old park to the ground and build a mega park.
3: Oh, and uh, that was with that gift was shops and parking
0: great. and indoor motion simulator rides. I'm like, hey, buddy, that you're uh, um what year is it? Um uh, uh you're 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 a little late to the motion simulator train, uh, considering the first <laughs> Major one opened in like 1989. Mm-hmm. or No, yeah. no, no, 1980. No, not 1989. That was Hollywood 2. was 1987.
3: Yeah, no, and, yes. and that, that's what's so great about the joke. It was a dig on how so many like new rides, especially at Universal lately, is screen based simulator ride. rides. It's like, this is,
2: you're not, you're, you're not doing anything like, you think that was this? Do you think that Disney said, uh, said to maybe add that joke in there? this is a jab at universal oh i don't know
0: i mean this is you gotta remember they're they're a little i mean literally this boardwalk park shows up in like probably like like maybe 20 percent of the episodes as like a a setting so i mean like like the the, the, the motion
2: simulator portion might have i'm saying the motion simulator part do you think that disney was like yeah keep put that joke in there that'd be funny yeah, and
0: they're just in a, in I, a I don't way. think so. Just because I feel like I feel like the people that work on this show to have that yeah. location have to there have to be some theme park fans on the staff for sure. Oh yeah, definitely.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, there was another episode. One of my one of my favorites, I think so far, was the one where they buy um the kids buy a bumper car from Mister Fish odor for like for like a couple dollars, and they turn it into a go kart. <laughs> I love that.
2: Oh, that's great! Yeah, and yeah, and um, the and uh, then with the um, I, from there I guess the chase starts happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for the that that scene was really good. Was, that was that's yeah. when and I he, guess the most three D effect yeah. was really noticeable.
0: Yeah. Oh, and uh, and uh, Fish Shutter, um tries the motion to uh, Louise to, to oh yeah. the... The, the nipples on <laughs> the, the statue the to open the, the, to open the, the doorway to the secret um, under pier. And Tina ends up doing it instead. Um, was that a
2: statue of, tri- of Triton? Like,
0: Maybe that's uh, why I
3: was thinking like Neptune or something. something. Or like I was going to say
2: it's a Triton tri- t- Tweet history. Yeah, something like that. The Triple T. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> And they get in the clam and they drive away and... Um, uh and grover follows after them in the lobster yeah they have multiple of these ridiculous cars
1: <laughs>
0: and um one thing that was pointed out earlier um because of course as we all know tina loves horses Um, uh, they pointed out the carousel horses they ended up crashing through a whole bunch of them and tina's like oh god no Ryan! no
1: no
0: no, no!
3: Yeah, and they set up how much she liked horses in that dream sequence so long ago.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: That's one of, something her, that,
0: one of her hyperfixations for sure.
3: something that was like a little bit of foreshadowing that I, I think I'm remembering, but it's, it's been a while since I've seen the movie and I'm, I might be getting it wrong, but I think there's a part where when they're, I think, um, I don't remember who was showing, they were showing them the underpier and the pop-up points. There's oh, a part yeah. where you get in the pop-up and you see the stuffed animals around, then later oh, on. there's
0: not as many as I would have thought.
3: Yeah. Maybe they yeah. do
0: come to life.
3: Yeah. And, and, and that then setting up all the stuffed animals when uh when like later on you see them in the molehill, and then the light turns on and all the stuffed animals are around. And is like a great, a great little setup for that payoff. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: They're like, oh, I guess they aren't alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they've just been hanging out underground, still hung. Yeah, Not even in bins.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, there are a lot of good, like, little
3: setups for jokes in the uh, plot. That yeah, this they really this well whole movie, movie is
2: really good with setup and payoff. I think. Yeah, it really is. It has a, it's. I think it's just perfect with its humor too, because it just, it does get that setup and payoff perfectly, especially with just its perfect dry wit and humor, and like some of its deadpan, just like overall delivery it's just oh i love every but it always
0: of it. feels genuine too and yeah it's that's, such a genu- that's what i
2: really like about it yeah it's such it's so good with it it's not cynical yeah it's never cynical it never feels like it's a cynical look at the world or at people it just feels like it's a genuine it's just genuine and it just it works it just works yeah
0: um, so they make a they make a, a jump forward onto the beach and uh, um, Grover does the same thing. And they're like, would it be faster to get out and walk? Um, they end up going up the ramp and towards the restaurant and and um, like, okay, we'll go inside and call the police um but too late because uh grover is behind them and trying to knock their um their clam which is stuck like the 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 roof is stuck and it won't open because basically it like pops open like you would think like a flying saucer would um not like with normal doors like a normal car would have Mm
2: -hmm. yeah so
0: oh so they get uh so they get pushed into the hole And then Grover attempts to bury them alive.
3: He kind of succeeds burying them alive.
0: He kind of succeeds burying them alive. And Bob is like, oh my god, this is my worst nightmare. We're being buried alive in front of the restaurant.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you figured that would also be like where he'd want to be like buried or his ashes spread. Hmm.
0: Maybe if it was more successful. Yeah. (laughs)
3: I think there's actually like some uh, there's an episode in the past when Bob and Linda talking about what to do once they die, and I think I, I almost wonder if that's sort of if there's a callback to that, but I can't remember well enough uh, what was said in that episode, unfortunately. Well, you know what other um, episode
0: I watched recently though was the one with the mechanical shark, and in that episode, the shark ends up. Um, they trap the ho- the shark in a hole, and then it eats its way through into the basement of the restaurant. And I'm like, wait a minute, just happened to miss the dead body, I guess. Yeah, that might be the one thing that actually conflicts with the rest of the continuity. Yeah, but whatever, it's not that big. Maybe that
3: maybe maybe that was that takes place after since we don't know where the movie sits in the show timeline I that's mean, possible
2: that's so. possible i mean it could technically this episode technically could almost fit anywhere i mean uh, other than but, the two
0: other appearances of grover
2: yeah and also like um J- uh, what's his name the guy bill Hader was playing in this uh, in this movie i forget his name the character's name the one that was the robber i forget his name Um oh, mickey made. Mickey, Mickey, yeah. And as long as it happens after like Mickey, the the first Mickey episode where he was introduced, then yeah, you could really put it about just about anywhere. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, anyway, I
1: can't. I can't remember the shark episodes. So after. Even remember. after uh, Wait. Um, are 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 we up to them being buried yet?
0: I... Yeah, we're up to them being buried. Um. So, um, they're in the hole, and Louise is like, "Oh man, this is all my fault." Well don't everyone speak at once. And it's like, no, this isn't this isn't your fault. She's like, yeah, it is. I I, I did this just because I was trying to prove that I'm not a baby, and but I am. You know, I was I was too scared to to um, twist the nipples on the statue to get to get to the cars. I was
1: um, I was She's too scared to go into the a hole. baby afraid to twist nipples.
0: Ha. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh my god. Damn it.
2: That's that a nice. good one.
0: That, that was, was a good, good.
2: one. Wow. That okay. Was good. Anyway. <laughs> <liver>. <laughs>
0: have you guys seen the like, um,
2: movies
3: pull episode? The lever.
0: Pull the lever, Kronk. Oh that no, no, no. Wrong lever. i <laughs> <laughs> do we
3: even have that lever?
0: Um, uh, and she's like, and but she's like, and I, um, and I wear these freaking ears, you know, just cause that, that was the, what, and that was the reason I gave, um, I, I was given them in the first place was cause I was scared. Um, and I realized I didn't mention this earlier, but, um, she tells what she thinks is the story of how she got her ears, which was that she was scared to go to preschool, but then her parents gave her the hat and that, um, made her brave um but that's not actually um that's not actually how it happened at all Bob's like that's how you remember that's not what it was uh we had the idea to make you the hat but you went to preschool without it um we made the hat as a tribute to um your grandmother specifically um Bob's mom who mm-hmm. we have not seen in the show I I, I do believe she probably passed away before any of the kids were born or at least before Louise was born. Um, I don't know for sure about the timeline of that, but um, he she's says, been gone that a the while. Reason... yeah, she's been gone yeah. a while, but the reason why she had the hat was because she didn't want to do her hair. She, she always wore this winter hat even during the summer. Um, and so they um, gave Louise that hat in tribute to um, Bob's mom.
1: And she was wearing like some sort of shower cap shaped kind of. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was a
2: beanie, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was a very similar shape and everything, the same color and everything.
0: Yeah, same and color. Was... Um, But then, of course, Linda had the idea to add the bunny ears, which I'm like, yeah, that that checks out. I like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's very sweet.
2: And then at that, that, that point, they're trying to get out of the car, out of there. And it is so... And, and the other that, thing that scene is... That so is... Great. Uh, yeah that scene is amazing and because um the fearful like, fart part portion where he's just like i know how we <laughs> can stop everyone from breathing and they're like oh come on and then he's like there was a fearful fart and again everyone in my theater just was dying at that moment. i love that uh, and my grandpa again laughed at that he doesn't laugh at a lot of things he laughed <laughs> at a fart joke
0: yeah, because that's if
2: you laugh, if you make how, someone laugh at a fart joke, then you then you did a good job.
3: So he laughs that's how, at the, that's how good the, the show ball is ball punch joke and the fart joke. Yeah, are you, are you sure he's not three?
0: They they see this show does lowbrow low humor better than like just about any other show I've ever seen do it. Because I, I can't explain like, why they're so good at it. They just are.
2: It feels like an actual family moment. It doesn't feel yeah. Like, say, uh, it doesn't feel like it's an actual like. Oh, it's just, uh, it's just care like kids being kids. It doesn't uh-huh. feel like this is a team of
0: writers trying to trying to trying to do this. This feels like an actual family.
2: Yeah, it feels like a legitimate mm-hmm. like family moments, family characters, and it doesn't feel like a writer's trying to say this is what's cool with the kids and hip today. Yeah,
3: yeah, that that's exactly how uh, people break in the break out in the song in real life. <laughs> mm-hmm. How are you doing, fellow with,
0: fart jokes? With 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 the choreography and everything. Yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. I, yeah.
0: I, I like how I like how selectively the, the the musical numbers work. Where it's like you know sometimes everyone's doing the dance moves, other times it's just like a couple of people surrounding them.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, the other thing I I didn't mention was that um, the water broke along with the the sinkhole. And yeah. when it got repaired, it got replaced with a blue plastic pipe, which is another thing that was a setup and payoff thing. Um, Bob realizes that um, Grover shot out one of their tires as they were trying to escape. So, you know, they're grinding metal against metal. Or, no, they're well, grinding plastic. metal against plastic. Metal wins. Um, and they try it, and sure enough, it shoots them back up, back, back up and out. And um, And also, I, I I love the detail of um, Grover trying to bury them alive, and um, Bob being like, "Somebody had to see that, right?" And it cuts to nobody on the street paying attention to anything other than the hockey game that's playing on the TV screen to <laughs> Jimmy
2: Pesto's. Oh, it was, that part was great.
0: Include and, and and Terry's <laughs>
2: over there because of course, yeah, he Terry, is. yeah, Terry was over there because just Terry- like. That's a Terry and t- uh, Teddy, right? Oh wait, Teddy. Teddy, Teddy. Yeah, te- yeah, Teddy, Teddy. I and mean,
3: part where the, uh, like he, he, he ran there. off with the burger cart, and then the cart just like the cart, the cart oh, yeah, fell. Oh because he's like
2: because he's one because he's thinking like should I go to the I, should I go to the, the go see the game because he just see because he just sees it destroyed in front of him he's like the burger cart would want me to live yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a great moment
0: oh Teddy. I, I I I think was, sometimes Teddy can overstay his welcome in the show, but I I I really like how they used him here. I think I think they yeah yeah. So
3: some so, some episodes he he gives off a little too uneasy of a creepy vibe, but yeah. Other times he he works with so the, well. With The
1: car unable to open. I was reminded of the Rick and Morty microverbs episode where stuck. I mean summer. Oh summer stays.
2: Oh keep summer keep safe. Summer yeah. safe.
1: <laughs>
3: Uh, speaking of the Rick and Morty ep- episode, uh, ha- has there been a new uh, Bob's Burger episode yet after the movie?
0: It's coming back in, I September. think, September.
3: Okay, because I yeah. almost wonder, like, how Rick and Morty. There's that. There's that one episode where the house got like teleported briefly into another dimension. Then when it came back, there were like these cracks, like across the driveway and around the house, that stayed there from then on in the season. And I almost wonder, yeah. like, like, will there next next episode? Will there be? like some crack marks from the film i think they will.
2: i hope so because that would be really cool that yeah that would be really cool i like i like when shows do that and they keep us a, a, like a hint of continuity in their environment now of course it, we all it, know it, that the spongebob movie didn't do
0: this but that's because the spongebob movie the first one is like the definitive end of the
2: timeline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. versus the other films that are uh Whenever, doesn't place matter. whenever, wherever,
0: yeah. Man, that first Spongebob movie is so damn good. It is mm-hmm. such
2: a beautiful movie. I Oh, it's so good. It's even oh. better
0: when you realize that the whole movie is actually the Odyssey.
2: Yeah. Oh, have you guys seen Rehydrated? Have you seen the Rehydrated version? I haven't yep. seen the whole thing, but I've seen parts of it and it it's, looks so good. Oh, it's it's glorious. I it's love those beautiful. kinds
0: of fan projects. That's so much fun. I was a part of one for the first episode of Amphibia. Oh, that shit. my friend awesome. did.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah, the little clip with Kermit um in Pandora, but Kermit's colored orange to be Hot Pop. Oh. That
2: little clip was mine. Oh, that's I'll have to take a look at that. Yes. I,
1: I gave up on drawing at a very young age because well, when that I wasn't found I drawn,
2: could,
0: I did that as like that was like basically crude puppetry, was how I did that.
1: <laughs> but, um, like what I find, that I found I couldn't draw Caterpie, Weedo, or Ghastly, <laughs> which seemed pretty simplistic, even yeah. To I was well, first, like, first no. you gotta
0: draw a head, and then you erase everything, and then you have a perfect circle.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it was for being spheres, or but it just was not for me. And my yeah. my best friend in high school was an artist, so yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, my friend texted me. He got beaver nuggets at, at Bucky's. He's like, this is like cracking a bag. It's so addicting. I'm like, right? Oh my <laughs> god, those were so good. <laughs> uh, and and uh, uh, Teddy frees them with the the little tray he used for the olives. Oh yeah, it was great. That, again, <laughs> set up and set pay up off. Set up and pay off because he set up the thing where it's like, yeah, we're going to have a place where you help
1: yourself to an imported olive. And and then when when there is a customer, he's like, Can I help you to an imported olive? And then the, um, <laughs> it was like he and then he asked for the toothpick back. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. no yeah, no, Teddy no, doesn't no, really
0: do food safety all that well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, when, whenever, there's safety, a food sa- really
0: whenever there's a food safety violation going on at Bob's Burgers, it's usually because of someone other than Bob. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Although there was the episode where Teddy made the homebrew, um, like the homebrew beer, and Bob is like, oh, I don't know if it's selling, it's a good idea. And he tries it. He's like, Holy crap, this is amazing. Yes, we have to sell it.
2: <laughs> it's great.
0: Which, man, when you get a perfect food pairing, you gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm quite a foodie myself, so mm. that's why I'm like, I want this restaurant to be real, so that I can I go wanna... visit
2: it. We need, either we need to get it in a situation where it's univer- a universal, we get an entire land based off of it or we get just i need some we need something
0: well it wouldn't be universal at this point it would probably be be. disney but disney's not going to do a whole land universal half of half
3: of their rides are from disney's property anyway
0: yeah at this point yeah at the rate they're going they're gonna have something else get bought up what king kong's owned by disney now sure why not
3: isn't king kong like public domain anyway i guess yeah I don't know for King sure. King Kong theory. versus Winnie the
2: Pooh. The fight can come for me. King Kong,
3: King Kong oh, versus
0: the the horror movie version of Winnie
3: the Pooh because Winnie yeah, the Pooh blood and honey. That
0: that looks so dumb.
3: I haven't that, seen that it. Doesn't look like a
0: good horror movie.
3: This is what happens
2: the minute something comes in the public domain. Someone's gonna we're going to make, gonna a, gonna make a shitty movie.
0: horror movie. I'm like, so it's just someone wearing a Winnie I the Pooh mask. This is just Halloween.
2: I cannot wait in two years when we get a shitty Mickey Mouse horror film.
3: No, I can't. Yeah. Dude, I, I That I already
0: hope... existed! It was called Escape from Tomorrow, and it <laughs> sucked!
3: I, I hope uh Universal opens their own Mickey Mouse ride. Right? Oh my god, that would and be out, And outdo Disney.
2: <laughs> that would be hilarious if they outdo
0: Disney. Universal would be like, fine, you're gonna confuse people by opening Marvel... Uh, Ma- Universal would be like, fine, you're going to confuse people by opening a Marvel ride? Well, we'll confuse people and open a Mickey Mouse ride.
2: (laughs) That would be, I need, I need, I cannot wait in two years until Mickey's public domain just to see. Well, see, the thing is,
0: just because the shorts are public domain does not mean the character is public domain. That's the thing. thing. That's what I mean. That's what
2: they're. That's what the character. I mean, the character himself would be public domain and But here.
0: it does that mean specifically? Uh, it it's kind of a, a, a tricky thing what it actually entails because they still have the rights to the character. It's just well, the they original have the, version. Anyone,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, like technically, you could do any any version of Mickey Mouse could be public. But it's very about.
0: specifically like the original version. So like you would have. To but like doing, you like, can't. Seba it's not like willing. you can
2: copyright variants. It's something that a lot of companies. It's something that they use as an excuse not to pay, like certain creators, certain roles. Yeah.
0: Oh, I like know. Yeah. You,
2: yeah. If you go to like DC, like specifically DC is a really good example. Well, I know Marvel does that too. I'm sure. Yeah, Mar- Marvel and DC do this where they're where if it's a variant of a character, it still counts as that character. Like a caveman Superman is still Superman. You didn't really change okay. enough to make him a different version of Superman. So once Mickey Mouse is public domain a bunch of versions of Mickey Mouse are public domain unless one of the one version of Mickey Mouse is so different that it makes them so distinct.
0: Hold on, I'm taking off my I
2: probably
1: bandwagon
2: oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse could probably the Paul Rudish shorts are wonderful. I would I, I will say. Oh,
1: those are the new I, ones love, I, I love that watch I love, love Runaway Railway
2: so much. Yeah. I need to ride it. I hope I, I wasn't able to Oh
0: it's so good. It's so good. Um, uh, so yeah, they're, uh, Speaking they're freed from in the... World, uh, is
1: it true that the, uh, DuckTales, uh, the DuckTales, uh, reskin of the, uh, Phineas and Ferb Impossible attraction still hasn't been installed yet?
0: I, from what I understand, it's been installed and just they're, they're waiting for the, the right time to, like, to open it. I don't know when. Yeah, I thought that
3: was all just rumors and stuff. But no, it know.
0: was definitely happening and I think yeah. they were working on that, but then COVID. COVID so yeah. Who knows? I I hmm. if I meet Zach Ridley, I'll ask him. <laughs> if I happen to run into Zach Ridley sometime, I'll ask him.
1: Because uh, I was watching I was watching uh Dan Poppenmeyer's I Hear Voices and it seemed like the DuckTales reskin was still in progress because they were talking because that was treated as their connection, because they were both had connections to that ride. Because
0: yeah, yeah, I need to listen to that. Um, yeah. But so they're freed from the 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 clam car, and um, they go to stop the whole wonder war from being incinerated. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Bob thinks that he's going to be able to climb across all the tracks and everything to to grab the fuse. Louise is like, no, I'm going to ride the ride through and grab it. Um, and it's kind of like, well, which one's going to get there first? And of course it ends up being Louise. And that whole scene is so well done where, um, it's, uh, uh, where it's the two of them going back and forth. And Louise is like, I can't wait to talk with you about this later!
2: I <laughs> thought <what> I loved... <laughs> I was really, I was really, one. I was wondering, like, were they going to meet at the exact same time at that moment, like, just were they, like, going at the almost the exact same pace, where the coaster was going so slow and Bob's, uh, Bob's it's just like a hour un- like ad- coaster from like the olden days. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if it was going to be how slow the coaster is going versus how fat how how just like unathletic Bob is. Oh, I was wondering, and, and who's actually gonna make it first?
0: And not to make another dig at Family Guy, but who am I kidding? I like making digs at Family Guy. Who um, doesn't? when they do cutaway gags in this show, they're all funny and they all actually like work. Like, yeah, I like exactly. Where Tina's like, "Oh yeah, um, uh, it's thoroughly recommended for pregnant, uh, for pregnant people and people with heart conditions and elderly, um, elderly people." I go on it with Dad sometimes, and it's like it's the tear of them just being like, we...
2: <laughs> it was great oh i love that <laughs> and then she's like and tina's like oh no look look out for the turn look out for the wicked turn there's a wicked turn coming up <laughs> wicked turn the, wicked turn coming it's great i love that and um uh,
0: yeah louise is able to successfully get the fuse and save the day And the fish owners are rescued from the, from the bottom of the, not really the ocean, but they're, they're rescued from underwater. Uh, And Louis calls Sergeant Bosco and uh, he's first on the scene, which he brags about to everyone else. Uh, He's like, yeah, I was before all of you in homicide and you. Um, as they show up to arrest, um, um to arrest Grover, because mm-hmm. like yeah, nobody's buying his stupid alibi. Mm-hmm. Three-hour, especially since all the witnesses are alive.
2: <laughs> and then from there, we uh, we then cut to like a few weeks later. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a few I mean, weeks later. To
1: opening. I think it was That's just one week actually.
0: Or no, it's not even a week later. It's it's
2: um because we we still have the last day of school. Yeah, it cuts to the last day of school, and then it cuts to Bob and Linda giving the check, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um it's kind of this whole wrap up where everything's kind of happening at once. The um they give the the check to the bank um the itty bitty ditty committee is playing at the the band shell they actually have the the um the organ that was referenced
2: yeah and they and and we finally get to hear the wonderful music that comes from gene's uh napkin instrument made of dreams (laughs) yes
0: um and um tina asks oh actually tina doesn't really end up asking jimmy jr um about uh, being her summer boyfriend, she just kisses him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that and it's was implied. A, uh, that I'm they ended up right. summer a, boyfriend ring,
3: right? Like oh, there was ring? the yeah. so yeah there the, was the, the
2: the barrette that her, she put on the barrette, chain. the the it. the because it's the a necklace list. and and a, and a
3: barrette
0: that she wanted to give to him. Um, uh, and she ended up in the um in the clubhouse earlier because there's like a there's like an open thing to the water. Um she ended up trying to do like a, a kind of Titanic Rose moment where she throws the the breathless into the um into the water. Um but she fails for the first couple times and then she's able to su- successfully push it into the water and then she's like "Wait, I hope that doesn't choke a fish." <laughs>
1: <laughs> what what and I then... find interesting is that this movie is like a big adventure of the summer kind of, but it's actually before the summer even starts, right?
0: Yeah, it's before the <laughs> exactly. summer even starts, which means who knows what wacky adventures those Belchers will get up to during the actual summer. Hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but yeah. Um, um Tina's kind. Um, Tina basically says that. Well, you um, because Jimmy Jr. actually found the breakfast, um, on the beach and um tina's like you know i was worried about all this but you know the fact that you found that maybe there's only no romance left in the world if you believe there's no romance left in the world um and then she kisses him which again i'm like this is not a new thing this has happened multiple times already so you know i'm not sure why she was stressing so much about it but whatever good for her she was successful yay (laughs) that's
3: tina's character stressing about stuff
0: yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> um, and and Gene is a little nervous about playing, but um, Bob actually is able to kind of give him a pep talk, especially because uh, the hole I should say, Bob is able to give him a pep talk, and the main reason for that is because Linda is helping with other people's costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like hey your music sounded good and it makes you happy right so that's all that should matter and sure enough there in, in the, the fantasy from earlier they were playing to like a, a packed crowd uh, and then the alien showed up and told him to knock it off and uh, Gene was like but everyone loves us and the alien was like no they were being nice see they left
2: <laughs> yeah that was a um, bit.
0: I love that, um, uh, but then, um, when they're actually playing, it's like, yeah, there's like four people, but, yeah, but it's still time, like so it doesn't matter, yep, exactly,
2: mhm,
0: and Louise does the dead man's drop thing, and um the other uh the other thing I forgot to mention was like there i I mean, I did mention that like every time she sees Mr. Fro, she just growls at him. <laughs> Except for the last <laughs> one. Um, because the last one, she does the dead man's drop. And um, she does it successfully, but her hat falls off. And Chloe Barbash is like, oh, your hat fall- fell off. And well, well, of like, oh, yeah, I guess it in. did.
2: And everyone's everyone just is freaking out. Thinking, like, know, everyone is freaking oh my God. out. She's yeah. like, it's fine. It's fine. And they're like, okay, we'll get the therapist. Therapist, someone help her. Her hat well, fell she,
1: off. She, she could still growl at him. It's not like he helped her.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like um there 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 is slowly becoming there like there's slowly more of a mutual respect um specifically with the episode where um and again i know i'm referencing a lot of episodes from the show that i've actually seen but uh there was the episode where louise um had to be the um defendant lawyer for mr frond after he was accused of eating somebody else's yogurt so there there is a tiny bit of respect there not much but a tiny bit
3: yeah i think there's been a couple couple of episodes with uh louise and mr fronds uh having some common ground
0: yeah and that's basically the movie so overall
2: what did we think
3: yeah, it was
2: a great movie. It, zombie I, horses. I really think
3: zombie like, horses.
2: in terms of like Fox television shows that are turning to movies, there's not much you can compare it to outside of the only other one that has ever existed, which is the Simpsons film the movie. Simpsons movie. Yeah, and to compare it to that, I mean, it, it's, I don't know why, but I feel like this is a little better to me. And I've watched the Simpsons movie a billion times. Like keep that in mind. I love the Simpsons. movie. I would watch that with my family when I was very young. And they probably didn't know that they were gonna see Bart's penis on the screen, but still <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was but if that I've grown it up, so with that a lot. pretty But there's something about this one that feels like just a bit more genuine. There's yeah. something about it that just feels a lot more genuine than the Simpsons have, than the Simpsons movie felt. Oh.
3: Yeah, Simpsons was so fantastical with the whole dome thing and blowing up Springfield. Yeah. but it but that uh, grandiosity, probably I don't know if that's a word or not. I, I know. Yeah I, yeah, I
2: feel what you're saying. Yeah. It,
3: it, it, I think in a way helped the movie up because it made it feel you know more big. While mm-hmm. I've heard a handful of people say how Bob's Burgers felt like you know just another episode, which I kind of see as a partially a good thing. In a way, like good ending. Yeah, so it definitely didn't feel like it had the scale, but like the flow and the pacing just seemed like so good. Like mm-hmm. I, I was having a good time the whole way throughout. And yeah, Simpsons absolutely. felt like it had its lulls. Yeah, like, like when they were in Alaska and stuff. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like the thing that I think makes
2: Bob's Burgers just feel a little bit, I guess, higher to me than what the Simpsons movie was is that more, I guess less grandiose thing I like being more personal I like feeling like a lot more down to earth and not as like feeling everything is this big grand thing I think it's just I think it's just become for me it's just uh my overall kind of disdain over how pop culture movies just feel like hype films all the time nowadays but that's a rant for another day (laughs) but I really did and just love I really enjoy this movie I, I'm excited for when it come, eventually comes either to Hulu or Disney plus so I can watch it again it was just such a pleasant time and it's just I immensely recommend people
3: see it yeah I totally need to watch it again especially like talking about now and like how much that you know after heaven, I think opened about is was it at least two weeks ago was it three weeks ago
2: I believe it came out just before, I think it was May 30th. So it was P.A. Yeah, yeah.
0: it came out while I was in Virginia.
2: May mm. 27th, I
1: think.
0: May 27th, yeah, it came out yeah. on the 27th, uh, Memorial Day. Yeah.
1: Which makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's it's a pretty, it's usually a pretty big spot for Disney. Was, yeah. Like, last year it was Cruella, twenty. Uh, I think uh, 2016 it's... was *Alice Through the Looking Glass*, the, the mm-hmm. Pirates movies, or at least, one, at least one, or two of them. Solo yeah. uh, was in the spot.
2: Yeah. i think think about that. That tells you kind of a lot about how how Disney sees like a lot of sees that movie that they put in the same like the same type of day that they put a Star Wars movie in. They put they put a, put a two. Granted, granted, the
0: one Star Wars movie that didn't make a billion dollars, but I
3: digress. But, <laughs>
2: but still, either way, I mean, yeah, either way, that's. I will say why I, I think I, have my own it, I think views it's a combination why movie of didn't,
1: the, the subject matter, yeah, and coming back to a place where you it 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 felt very like it was a stranger. It, it felt like it was a stranger in what used to be familiar land. Yeah, because Marvel had basically taken over May, whether yeah. it's the MCU or it was Spider-Man. Exactly. Or, yeah. Or because Solo was coming right after Infinity War and Deadpool.
2: hmm
1: mm-hmm. Well, Deadpool too, but. Yeah, it, it exceeded the original Deadpool. So you,
2: yeah, when you when you overlap it like that, yeah. But I mean, like, still at, at at the end of the day, they put they they got they put a Bob. They had enough trust in Bob's Burgers to put him on a very popular holiday mm-hmm. when they easily could have just put them like, well, we don't have a lot of trust in this movie. Let's just put it at this random date.
0: And they They did a whole bunch of promotion for it at Disney Springs, too, and presumably at
2: other Disney-owned theaters like the Capitan. mm -hmm. And, again, this is a 2D animated movie. We haven't seen a 2D animated movie. I got it in in front of
1: both Everything Everywhere and uh, The Unbearable Way to Massive Talent. Yeah.
2: Like, like think again. I don't know if if that's
1: a volume thing or if it's just it, it could be a volume thing just then mm-hmm. with the amount of movies coming out right now, it kind of leaves yeah. all cool. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. I'm sorry to do this to you guys, but I actually got to get off. Sorry.
2: Oh, I was... Yeah, I was also going to mention it's almost...
0: Um, overall, I really enjoyed this movie, and it's got me to go back and watch a lot of the show. So I think it did what it was supposed to. And I, I love mm. these characters. I love that they actually, very, very clearly, genuinely care about each other. One moment I really like is when, um, is when um, they're in the clubhouse. I didn't mention this, but when they're in the clubhouse and Lu- Louise pulls them in for a sibling huddle um and she's like know, yeah, because uh we're going to group hug cuz we love each other so much and um <laughs> she she's like you know talking to them and and um teenage and you're like this is nice we should do this more often
1: <laughs> it was great i love I, I definitely plan on giving it up giving it that full catch up when like I'll Either through the FXX reruns or if it eventually comes, when it it comes to Disney Plus. Well, do you not have Hulu? No, it's one of them that I don't have. Oh, okay. I have have HBO Max, so I'll be able to see it again. Even if it doesn't hit Disney, even if the movie doesn't hit Disney Plus, I'll still be able to watch it on HBO Max.
2: I got every streaming service, so I'll be able to watch it no matter what.
1: I kind of have know,
2: to if I'm cataloging I'm, everything I'm working,
1: I'm working through Muppet Babies and Degrassi right now. I know it's two very uh, divergent demos.
0: <laughs> Muppet but...
2: Babies! Does anyone have anything they want to plug? Uh, you guys can follow my Twitter uh, at IronNinja2000 and also follow my, uh, the podcast Twitter at Crossover underscore Nexus. Uh, episodes come out irregularly just because I am editing them over time. My third episode Lost all of my audio and everyone else's audio is perfectly fine. so I had to recreate my entire audio again, which oh, is just no. great. Oh yeah, it was not fun. It, it, it's it's my audio, so I can just recreate it. Yeah <laughs> but, um, I've had
0: to re-record entire podcasts that got lost
2: before, so at least you didn't have to do that. Oh yeah, I have a program that records everyone's audio separately, so it saves me a bunch of time. Yeah, um, I
0: need to look at doing that, but I need to figure out how to configure it, and I don't want to do that right now. So. I can,
2: I, I, I can give you a pro. I can tell you where to go. If, okay. After this, I have Audacity downloaded, so not even Audacity. I can tell you where to go to get like real a really good program that just records. Oh, okay. Like All right. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Iron Ninja, where I have various reviews over video games, and. Uh, some cool people are on there as well, where I've gotten some incredible cameos. Oh,
1: will uh, oh, go ahead. Um, my my Twitter, as usual, is the Nick Fan Club. My Instagram is Scott Sandler '94. I've been writing for Culture Switch lately, including articles on uh, the Rosario Dawson and Natasha Lou Bordizzo interview at Star Wars Celebration, the announcement of the Fourteenth Doctor. Uh, the start of production on Ahsoka, and my own little bit on uh, Agents of Shield's place in the MCU. That was even written before Shang-Chi, uh, not Shang-Chi. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness even gave more credence to its place, that it it hasn't been retconned as so many have said. And my my most recent podcast appearance before this was on the Emperor's New Podcast, where I've done like at least a, a dozen, maybe 15 episodes by now. The most recent appearance was episode 49, Come Fly With Me and Project Pancho. I'm a, a writer at uh, What's on Paramount Plus, uh, and their Twitter is plus News. Their, their website is paramountplusnews.blogspot.com. And I've got I've still got that um, appearances on Realm of Immersion and Spencer in the City. Um, still, He got this, the Scream episode out in January and we still got two episodes in the pipeline. Hopefully they'll both be out soon. Uh, also earlier this year, I was on the SNL network trivia night, the third episode ever. Uh, I'm Kenneth, on parallel Disney. My YouTube channel mostly compares
3: Uh, like theme park attractions such as Pirates of the Caribbean from Disneyland to Pirates of the Caribbean and Disney World. I've also been dabbling with Blender and 3D animation Uh, so I've animated some uh, theme park attractions and concepts. I also do some 3D printing and uh, I'm working on that Infinity Train animation collaboration with the Second Dimension YouTube channel and hopefully that comes out well sometime later but nice
0: you can follow me on twitter at starport 97 and at the youtube channel starport 97 as well as this podcast at Ad podcast acronym if you like this and want to hear more be sure to subscribe i'm all the usual places google play spotify apple podcasts and i'm now available on iHeartRadio and audible leave us a review give us five stars and share us with your friends i've got a handful of episodes of my flagship show theme park backlot on my youtube channel I also visited a whole bunch of parks across the Midwest last summer, and I'm slowly working on getting those vlogs finished. If you want to support me even more, be sure to check out my new and improved Patreon! That's right, I actually have a Patreon again. Patreon.com slash Starport97. Just a dollar a month gets you early access to new episodes of this podcast one day early, and new videos at least one week earlier. Sometimes more if I haven't finished the next one quite on time. And be sure to join us next week as we talk about The Ghost and Wally McGee Season 1C right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.
3: Teddy did a good job, kind of, right?
2: Aww, Banna, I love banners. Are we dead set on burgers? I mean, is it too late to change that? Oh yeah, we could do wraps. Or soup. Mmm, mm, soap. Bob, Soup and Wraps mm. has a certain sound to it. Oh my god,
0: everyone, back inside, back inside, never mind.